Let's get started. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. the underground world, every street and world. You may learn something. Now listen to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. What is going on? I'm figuring out some high chair for Chico. Uh, what we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. And uh, then we're going to talk about the guests, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. Kamar, how was your week? Cold and wet, man. Cold and wet. We're still in lockdown. I got nothing going on. It's almost redundant to ask right now. Like, every week is the same. I mean, I could have said that before the lockdown, but... Uh, it felt like there was a lot more going on before the lockdown. You could even bullshit talk about, but I got nothing to report. Sorry, folks. But... It's our two-year anniversary, so I've been walking on sunshine. Who would have thought we would be two years? Probably not me. And it just flew by. Simon, how was your week? My week was okay. Um, So, full moon, right? First full moon on Halloween since 1944. I thought it was a blue moon. Blue moon, sorry, thank you. I've been watching the moon throughout the phase or whatever. Um, and there was like four days where it just disappeared. No moon. And then it came back and I thought, oh, well, okay. It's just starting its thing again. I don't, I don't really know. Is this in relation to the big dipper moving around on you? Well, that was weird too. That was weird too. Um, but this, no, this was not, so it was just gone. And then a couple of days later, it's back. Substantial, you know, closer to the full moon. Oh, it's weird, man. Where did you, it go? You've done no research into where it went? No. I mean, maybe that's a thing, but have you ever heard of that before? The moon disappearing? Yeah. Um, behind a cloud. No, no. It wasn't a cloud thing. It was like not in the sky. Because I could see all the stars. I could see the Big Dipper had shifted. I put that in the same vein as what this summer when I saw the moon and the sun at the same time. And I thought that was some sort of impossibility. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what I mean? No, because that happens all the time. Well, and the moon disappears all the time, apparently. Apparently, okay. How's your rig, man? Just like yours. Same shit, different pile. Uh, Four this week. Sorry, uh, before I get into it, uh, did you watch the fight last night? I only watched the main event. I was like rubbing my eyes like, what? Why? Anderson Silva's fighting? I was his last fight. Well, he retired, but... Before it started, they showed him fight, I think it's a guy named Rich Franklin, mm-hmm. and he just dummied him. And I was like, oh, it's a, it's a throwback. But then the actual fight was him. No, no. It- and I thought it was maybe not Matrix moment, but interesting that we did the Dana White's uh, for the Patreon throwback. And then this, because he's 45 years old. I thought he was 43. Crazy. Maybe 45, either way. Just, yeah. just crazy that you could still be competitive. Why Was he competitive? I mean, the guy he was fighting was my age. Was yeah, like was in a much 
better shape. And it was, well, but hold on, he's still thirty-seven, so he's towards the end of his career as well. But it's one of those stories where even he was a kid when Van when uh, yeah. Anderson had his first fight. Well, I mean, Anderson Silva's legend. Yeah, well, he has t- he has like fifteen different UFC records, and I think it's unfortunate, but that's the way fighters have to go out. Like that happened to Randy Couture, right? Too. Yeah, but if you ask Anderson Silva, he didn't want to retire. He didn't want to retire, but because he lost that fight, there's no more fights for him. Yeah, I'm sure Dana was like, you're going to retire tonight. If not, I'll retire you. But we can do this the easy way or the hard way. And he should, if he looks back at the tape, say, yeah, I don't want to compete if I'm not. 45, he's going to get fucking... He got his bell rung twice that fight on, like, shots that were... I wouldn't say innocuous. They connected. I was listening without sound, and the first time, I thought it was... Herb Dean pulled him out, but it was just... It was the the end of the the round, round, yeah. But I thought that he was done then. He's holding on the ankle. There's 15 seconds. I mean, even when he gets, even when Herb ends it, he's holding onto Herb's leg. Like Herb is the fighter. So, so it was nostalgic to watch him fight, but it was sort of sad. I mean, I think you know you should know when to hang it up. For sure. Um, I think after he should have retired after Adesanya, but that's my opinion. Back to the show. What a week! Yeah, crazy week. What a week! I mean, we've been bagging Joe and like, oh, it's just change. And then he drops bomb, 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 bomb. This might be the most important week ever in JRE history. To show that what Joe Rogan is and what it's capable of? Yeah, just as like a sum total of all episodes that were just really important to what was going on right now. And I realize if there's a get, if anyone in the world can get someone on the show, it's Joe Rogan. What do you mean? Well, who wouldn't, if someone wants to go on Joe, if someone wants to speak or be heard, it's the biggest, it's just, it's so big that it, like Glenn Greenwald, for example, you know what I mean? Has no problem going on that Joe, on uh, Joe, because everyone knows it's a open, free, sort of bias free opportunity to have a conversation. You have the fairest chance on Joe Rogan. Well, yeah, and it actually seems way more credible than any of the mainstream media at this point. So. And that too. So before when I was like, uh, Joe will never be the same, like there's nothing like Joe and the Joe Rogan experience for that matter. Yeah. It was inspiring this Not week. right now. Yeah, no, it was a great week. Great week. Are you going to run down the guests? I told Kamar to take all the notes this week, and then I ended up taking the most notes I've ever taken for... Uh, so we start off with Pigs Can Fly. No one thought this would happen. Alex Jones and Tim Dillon. And we normally bag repeat guests, but I'll never get tired of Tim Dillon. That started off with 1555. Then uh, we had Pulitzer, win, Pulitzer Prize winning reporter Glenn Greenwald, 1556. Then a chubby Lebanese Jew from Montreal, Gad Sad, 1557. And we finish off with the social dilemma creator, I believe. Could we call him that? Tristan Harris, 1558. It's Tristan. Tristan Harris, yeah. And I don't think he was the creator. I think he was like uh, maybe the... Oh, maybe. I don't know. He well, he didn't direct it. He didn't uh, produce no, it. He was, that's fair. But for all intents and purposes, I don't... He's the closer we're going to have to the he, creator. He it. worked at Google, so he... And again, that's like this was a huge hot button issue. Everyone's been talking <laughs> about the social dilemma, and lo and behold... He has him on. And that's where I'm like, he can get anyone on the show. I'm sure that guy asked to be on the show. I'd probably, Joe didn't go chasing him. That's interesting. 
I don't think he can get anyone on the show. Who do you not think he could get on the show? I don't know. Give me uh, the end of this show and I'll pick at least five people. You see that Chappelle is going to be on Center at Live next week? He's already done that, though. Yeah, no. It's so just, the first time is the, the big one, but... Right. I was just thinking more every time he does, like, a thing, that could be a reason why he He's circling closer and closer, you know? possibly. <laughs> I, watched the sh- I watched the Letterman he's thing. He's orbiting, you know? It was good, but it was bad. <clears throat> no, I had no problem. I had no problem with it one way or the other. It just it, it solidified my... He's not going to go on Joe Rogan's show. He, he made David Letterman go to him. He, he has the star power to make David Letterman go to him. He doesn't want to put himself out there like I, that. I think David Letterman went to everybody for the, his pandemic shows, though, because they do the, like, uh, in your town, blah, blah, blah. So uh, as much as I do agree he has the drawing power, those shows were always him going somewhere. But going to Kim Kardashian in L.A. or Lizzo in L.A., Right. Yes. No, no. Agreed. He just always went to their houses, right? Sure. It wasn't done sure. in a David Letterman studio, which that means he has to bring his whole crew with him. It must be a huge pain in the ass. It must be easier to just have the person come to you. It's one screening. Depends. You, you, do, like you can do all this for fucking super cheap now. Oh, yeah. I just met with COVID tests. Yeah, I wasn't. Well, yeah. But I mean, again, the Chappelle thing didn't look like there's more than 80 people there. If that looked like there's maybe 50 people there. But I don't think it's cheap to pull that show off. The Letterman show, like in regard in uh, comparison to how much it costs to pull off the Joe Rogan experience. Experience. Well, that's the cheapest of them all, <laughs> production wise. I don't know. What was the funniest thing I saw this week? Someone was like, uh, Someone was like, his new studio looks like it belongs in California, and the old studio looks like it belongs in Texas. Absolutely. It's very true. Someone said it looks like a gay nightclub very sushi, sushi house. The red pill. It definitely looks like, uh, I'll take the sushi house one step further, it looks like a place where they should be cooking your meal in front of you Japanese and throwing village. the shrimp into your mouth. Well, and I saw a clip from the comedy store thing. And just like seeing him sitting in his old studio, I was like, that's a way better. I mean, I don't really give a shit one way or the other. I just listen because I listen. I don't care about the fucking studio. You only saw a clip. You still have not watched the entirety. No, I'm waiting until the whole thing comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I know you said that. I'll just take back, but we we won't talk about it. But last week I was saying, you know, why aren't they talking about Joe? The whole thing was about Joe. and It could almost be changed to Joe's place. No one's done more for the comic store than Joe Rogan, except for maybe Mitzi Shore. Except for maybe Mitzi Shore. You don't think Mitzi has done more for the comedy store than Joe has? I said except for Mitzi Shore. You said except maybe, maybe for Mitzi, Mitzi Shore. Shore. I take away the maybe. Okay. Um, did you see that comedian shit all over Joe and Delia this week? Who? I forget his name. Kevin fucking something. He's a nobody, realistically. I mean. Red Bar? No. No, no, no. Do you know what I'm talking about? That guy with the beard? Yeah, I know. He shits on about. everyone? Uh, uh, I don't know if this is, I don't know if it's the same guy, but. All the Rams have just lost me every ticket today. Thanks. Great stuff. Um, no, he. I don't know. He was like, he was just basically saying Delia was never funny. Then he was like, I don't know how Joe has any fucking following. I don't know how he's got as much money as he has. He was never funny either. Well, the, oh, who, the, who is this guy? Who even fucking cares? Well, the Delia, he isn't a joke writer. You know what I mean? He was he was just the, the act outs and sort of acting silly and like it was all. Well, I'll tell you voices. this much. I like Delia. Like I. 
you know, when he, I first started watching him, he did his like girl thing and it was funny and the alligator and this, this yeah. and that. My wife bought us tickets to go see him in Montreal at Just for Laughs and it was one of the worst shows I've ever seen. It wasn't the same show. It was his next. But it's still the same thing. It's Yeah, it's just, I don't know. Like you said, the jokes aren't great. So unless you're, he's doing this impression of like a drunk girl, which only goes so far, you know? I think he's sort of a one-trick pony. And his man on fire, he tried to go more thoughtful and it just didn't work i didn't listen to his podcast what was that like was it just him being silly like was it good i i think that's his best work yeah because it was just him by himself he didn't interview people no, right. and he just shat on pop culture and stuff yeah. as he does so if you're a fan of him you're a fan of that podcast so are we gonna rate the week i'd love to well then we'll start with you since 4.5 Oh, almost a five. I was, I was, I was teetering the whole time. There's a couple reasons why I won't give it the full, yep. Monty, but it's damn near close to as good as it gets. It's pretty fucking good. I'll give it a four point five. Also, I give it a four. Almost in agreement. It's a good week. <clears throat> Let's get it rolling. So, like I said, we thought this would never happen. Who? Alex I, Jones. I said he'd be on for sure. I knew they weren't censoring him. There's no fucking, there's nothing there. Okay, I'm sorry. You knew he'd be on, it's too. It's bad for me to say we thought he'd never be on, but a lot of people thought he'd never be on. I heard Alex Jones since September 1st. I've heard him at least in 10 different videos. Say he's going to be say on. Say he's definitely going to be on. Oh, yeah. we know Alex Jones says a lot of stuff. <laughs> okay, fair enough. But I just, I, listen, I didn't think they were censoring him. I never thought they were censoring him. I, I still don't think they're censoring him. Oh. Joe, even in one of these episodes, is like the owner of, or like the CEO of Spotify was a big fan, specifically didn't want me to change anything. Yeah, it's all just interns. Conjecture. Fucking, yes, of course. Flying around and then you face opinions, but when you talk to Joe, there's really nothing there. According to Joe, Alex wasn't even supposed to be on this episode. He he's going to be on. He said that on, a bunch of times. He's going to be on twice in a week, so we can dead all this fucking. Alex Jones is going to be on again? Well, he's part of the special now. Oh, yes, No, no, yes. but like he kept saying to Alex, you weren't even supposed to be here. Which goes to, if it was only supposed to be Tim Dillon, which I guess is really close. Um, to Alex Jones. No, to the last time Tim Dillon was yes. on. Um, he did such a great job of just like not trying to insert himself too much into the, you know? Well, the thing is, what I think I realized, listen, this is everything Tim Dillon knows is just from Alex Jones. Yeah. Just like we repeat stuff like from Joe Rogan as if it's our own knowledge saying we're bringing facts to the table. Like, yeah, we know. We all heard that. Tim Dillon gets a lot of people onto his podcast. He had Whitney Webb on there. He gets a lot of his own info. But before Tim Dillon was Tim Dillon. Right. He was just. He wasn't lying when he said he went to bed every night listening to Alex Jones. So it's not. I didn't feel it was like two conspiracy theorists bringing stuff, it was Alex Jones and his biggest cheerleader. Mm -hmm. So notable on this podcast, Jamie's back in the studio and healthy. And Brian was there also. Well, if you have a chance to sit on an Alex Jones podcast, what's your choice? Yeah, but if Alex wasn't supposed to be there, how did Brian know to be there? I feel like Brian got flown in and then this sort is lingering because there's nowhere else for him to go. What else? What's he going to do? I can buy that. Where was, where's Eddie? Eddie Bravo? He said he's not doing any TV, radio, any, or sorry, podcast appearance until after the election. 
for everything to simmer down. I guess. I don't know what his rationale was. I just heard Sam saying that at some point. So do you guys, I don't think it's been an issue thus far now that it's over, uh, that being sober October, Joe sobriety, was it an issue? Well, you could see it in this episode. It was an issue. Well, it hurt Alex. You could see it. I actually think it helped Alex, but we'll get there. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, we are there. We are there. I think it, I think it helped Alex because by him not going on these massive Kanye rants, let's call them. And Joe questioning him at every point to, I mean, it wasn't a legitimate fact check because what can Jamie do in minutes, you know, Mm -hmm. but it was something, I think it slowed him down. I think it made the points that he made much more, um, poignant or hard hitting because they then were followed by Joe demanding a uh, fact. Yeah. Someone wrote that, uh, Joe let Kanye just say whatever he wanted, but I don't think Kanye was saying any conspiracy theories really as much that needed to be fact. No, he Ka- could have. Kanye was just bigging himself up. It would have, I, I, I see the difference, but he did give Conray Conray. He did Con- give Conray a totally free ride. Like, to not even question him on some of the nonsense about himself he was spewing, you know? Well, what more I think is, like, I don't think Kanye said anything that would be really controversial in the news, whereas if uh, Alex Jones said something about Sandy Hook or whatever, then I'll... And so Joe did Alex a service, and let's just get everything right so you have more credibility coming out of this. Kanye didn't say George Bush hates black people. Not this time around. That's that's what I mean. Mm-hmm. So Joe uh, Alex Jones was hilarious right out of the uh, gate with Gislaine Maxwell. Like he is one of the best. He should become a comedian once he retires. Yeah, he's really funny. His voices are funny. His rants are funny. Everything about him. And then funny. the first topic they brought up was Borat, which you asked us to watch. Which I did. And I did too. Yeah, I said you'd hate it. I didn't like it. But I, did. I didn't like it because he was poking fun at like Trump. I didn't like it because I just, I can't at this point, I just don't understand how people are being fooled. And if you're being fooled, I just assume you've got to be like the lowest, lowest denominator, you know? Well, just in the very beginning, he shows he can't do it anymore. Like it worked once. It was what, 16 years ago and no one knew who he was. So he could get away so much more. He's walking down the street. It's Borat. It's Borat. So then he has to go in disguises. The first one wasn't political. It was about him trying to get Pamela Anderson and just outrageous. And once you 69 with a big fat guy, that's the bar. <laughs> y- y- you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, did you think the period thing was funny? No, it was, but he always did cringy shit. You're, so you're telling me, so Simon didn't laugh at all. No, no, I laughed. I laughed. Okay. Well, I said you'd laugh. That's why I watched it. I just didn't like it. I didn't like that. I did like when he went in the shop and then jerked off in the, the bathroom. Hilarious. That was hilarious. I felt bad for the guy with the fax machine. That was so funny. I, I just, I, I thought it was mean. Why, but that guy gets paid like a buck a fax, three bucks a fax, but it, sitting in the middle of nowhere. And then my favorite part was when the two rednecks go up to the daughter and like, you've got to come back to him. Or they're going to kill him. Yeah. Like they actually thought they were. Well, that, that's that's what... the worst part. You're like, who are you guys that you could actually possibly, first of all, okay. Remember when Matt said, and they just brought him into the house and I hadn't seen it. And I was like, 
kind of dismissed it. And then it happens. I'm like, what? This doesn't even know. There is no way these two guys are bringing a foreigner into their house. I, I just, I don't see it. I don't see it. Okay. So that gives them a benefit of the doubt. Like they're better than he oh, thought. Oh no. I just think it's a little more staged than that. that that's all. Well, no, he talked about it. I don't know if it was on Colbert or something, how he had a laptop and stuff hidden in a little bag when he was in their house. Like he's walking around with the fucking, um, dildo strap on thing doing his lunging exercises and the guys at the computer just ignoring it yeah, like it's fucking hilarious on. it is fu it's funny i just don't believe it's true and when he ran into the uh pence convention in the that was hilarious that, yeah there are moments and even then there's nothing politically driven about that realistically like that's just a stunt it's not like he goes no, in and whole, has a, the whole thing sure i get it i i agree with that and Fine, let's really talk about what I wanted to talk about, which is, I don't care how you feel about Rudy Giuliani or whatever. I said to Simon last week, how do you put yourself in that scenario? Yeah, that's the problem to me. This guy is the fucking president's lawyer. But it's like the... And Joe defending it, like, listen, Joe talks about Epstein and dirty old men all the time. You can't argue that he went in there with his drink. I don't think he was jerking off. I don't think they caught him jerking off on camera. And of course it was a setup. But after what Sasha Baron Cohen says when he walks in with the fucking mic boom, Giuliani should have left the room immediately. Long before that. Fine. You are a, a seasoned politician and a lawyer, and you should not be so fucking dumb that that girl should be able to fool. That accent wasn't good enough to fool you, you know? But he, he, she was amazing. I'll give you yeah, that. She's she incredible. was amazing. He, 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 I think he was doing a media junket. It wasn't just there for that one interview doesn't matter dude I, i'm just saying when she's like let's move this into the bedroom he it's the me he too era. No. he should immediately be like we're doing an interview i think how does how come he doesn't have like a group of handlers rudy giuliani but see so you did th that clearly wasn't set up but you see what i'm saying is like whether or not you feel like he was caught with his pants down i don't think they caught him jerking off whether he was reaching for a mic cord or whatever he shouldn't have been in that room you have to agree with that no what's interesting is sasha Cohen was hiding in that room the whole time and then there's another part where he tries to get into the building and the security stops him. So I don't even know how they, they did that. If he did that after the fact, I was just trying to figure that out, the logistics. But I don't think Rudy was there just for this interview with that girl. Either way, either way, he should have known better. And the fact that he didn't know better, just like that all your credibility gets shot. Because it just seems crazy, man. I think he was a bumbling fool going in there. Right, I don't whatever. think a lot of people held him on pie. What I did All right I'm... after... Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying is like, I, I can't be so blinded by like, I can sit here and say, yes, of course it was a setup. That's what they fucking do on the show. They set people up. And yes, I can sit here and be like, it did not look good for Rudy Giuliani. I don't care who, what side of the political spectrum you sit on. That was a gross old man trying to fucking... Okay, whatever. Go ahead. And lastly, and lastly, you just gave up on your point halfway well, through I, your diatribe. No, I, just don't care. I don't think Giuliani has eroded his reputation from the hero of New York to Trump's attorney. After watching this, I went and watched almost immediately The Dictator, which is again Very a funny. tremendous movie. <coughs> I feel like Sasha Baron Cohen is actually his character from Talladega Nights. He wasn't acting that. He's really that snooty. No. But do you think Kazakhstan, people from Kazakhstan like hate him? Well, I can't believe they get away with that. Like in The Dictator, let's say, he's from, um, shit, what's the name of 
Wania, Wania, Wadia. Yeah, it's made up. Yeah, but then he can use Kazakhstan. Like he doesn't make Kazakhstan look good. No, I mean, it seems almost racist. What's he gonna? I, I, I'm just curious. Is a country gonna send a cease and desist? I mean, why not? You're only saying that because Schultz said that. No, I felt it was like the first time around, everything was funny. This time around, it just seems mean-spirited almost. Either way, I, I just didn't like it. Well, I love the first reason. Borat. I didn't love this one. Um, dictator, watch it. You've seen it, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a great one. Oh, yeah. Um, so Alex Jones, yeah. Um, the Nexium guy got life. 120 years. Oh, sorry. More than life. That's good. <laughs> That's some good news. Yeah. Well, now that we find out that in Canada, life could actually mean like five years and a fucking Big Mac combo, you know? But was it he in Canada? Who are you talking about? Homolka? No, I'm talking about the head chopping off guy. He didn't get life. Either way, Matt, we're obviously fucked up with the way we dole out. Um, you realize that every country has that, right? That anytime you are deemed insane, you, you're not going to do the same. Right? You get that. Okay, but you think that in the States, that guy chops the head off somebody on a, on a bus, eats their face, and they're going to be walking the streets in five days? I think and it, depends. Five, five I think it years, definitely rather. depends what state, first of all. But that was because of mental illness. Like, That's you what didn't I'm plead saying. insanity. The Nixium guy didn't plead insanity. He just plead, you got me all wrong. Like, he was conniving and manipulating people. Way more the, heinous yeah. crime. Simon, some streamer who was selling, like, fucking... I don't know, her bath water or something. She got 120 years a couple weeks ago. Why are you saying selling her bath water? What does that mean? It's pretty straightforward. You bottle your bath water and you uh, sell it to people. <laughs> I thought it was like a... Slang? No, I meant literally yeah, selling you know. your bath water. Wow. That's, but that's what she got uh, in jail for? Well, it's fraud. She got 120 different cases of fraud. It wasn't fraud. really her bath water? I don't know whether she didn't send it or someone, mm. but either way, she got charged with 120 different cases and convicted. Each on, charge had two years. Two each to charge whatever. had one year, and she got 120 years. Well, I don't know. Teach you not to do that. I don't know what um, the ne Keith Rainier or whatever his name is. I don't. It's 120 years. I don't know if those are served consecutively. Um, but it's not in Canada. No, no, it's in the states. Right. It's, it's not in Canada. Well, it depends I, how many charges there are. But Allison Mack. She did most of her crimes in Vancouver. So where is she being tried? I believe in Canada. I don't know about that. But she's supposed to get 15 years, and that must be because she rolled over on him big time. Um, and then the other woman, I don't remember her name, but I, have no, I haven't even heard anything about her. Did she get 15 years? Not yet. She hasn't had her trial yet. Because if she like, goes to, this is the beauty, is if she goes to trial and she somehow gets off, They'll uh, bring her up here and we'll try her. Sure. Well, no, I'm just saying because there's no double jeopardy you, in different countries. You, 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 assuming that she's being tried in the States and then otherwise they'll just take her down there. What I'm saying is if she doesn't have a plea deal, yes, and she goes to trial and gets off for some reason, there's a good chance that if we have, if she did crimes up here, that they'll just bring her up here and we'll try her. I think for some reason, um, and again, I don't know a whole hell of a lot about this, but I think they were both up for uh like a lot of years and then she flipped on him and now sh her punishment is 15 years the good it old just hasn't deal. gotten to the trial set date yet 
but that's like the inside scoop. Holy shit. I don't know why. <laughs> a lot of words came out sounding weird there. <coughs> the inside scoop. It's insane that you got a plea deal and you still do 15 years. Well, because otherwise it's 120, you know? No, I'm just saying. That's yeah. fucking ludicrous. Yeah, they had a lot of charges. As for momentum for Alex Jones, I thought the AT&T was great. When he said AT&T paid off Michael Cohen, which is the weirdest thing is uh, the media is using Michael Avanti as like their, their trusted source for all their information. I don't know who Michael He Avanti was Stormy is. Daniels. Uh, he was the Stormy Daniels lawyer who was trying to uh, sue Trump and was going to at one point run for president because everyone was loving him because he's taking down Trump. And I believe he may be going to jail. Mm-hmm. For fraud. Interesting. I mean, and that's a common thread uh, throughout all these podcasts is the ineptitude of the media, which is, is one of the reasons why I like Trump. They're all so bad. And I, I know he's unforgivable, whatever. But it's just like, if they're all so bad, how can he be bad too? He's just getting ready to start his own network tomorrow. Yes, yes. Well, that'd be interesting. That'd be a great call. If only you could put money Hold on. What's your logic there? It. If they're all so bad, how can he be so bad too? If, Don't get stuck. My enemy's that. enemy is my friend. No. Yeah, no, that's my opinion. Yeah, but those are two different statements. My enemy's enemy is my friend and Trump. The, me, the media is lying and um, inept <laughs> and suppressing stuff and only going one way. Okay, but you see the problem also is that you believe in some media as well as Trump does too. I don't know what media I believe in anymore. I really don't. Because you find out everything two weeks after the fact isn't what it seemed. But that's what I'm saying to you. Is so, so what makes you believe that any information you have right now is true? That's all I'm asking. Nothing. Okay. Till I see with my own eyes. Fair enough. That's all I needed to hear. But what was interesting is a couple weeks ago I tried to defend Jared Kushner and then it came up in this podcast that he bought... 666 Park Avenue, and that's got to be twisted. And not only did they buy it, but they bought it at like a massive loss. Like we have to have this satanic building. (laughs) But in the same breath, if he brokered a deal in the Middle East. No, there's no in the same breath. I I don't know if what that means, but isn't that a good thing? So bad people can do good things or whatever. Do, Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like it can't be the, disregarded. The, the portion of Israel that Jared Kushner Kushner is tied up in is the same part that's tied up with the CIA. They're not they're not the good guys. You know what I'm saying? So when you're saying like he's brokering a deal over there, that's all for some reason that has horrible ramifications. In it the sounds end. good, but it really is not good. I would assume not. He's uh. not good. I also find it hard good. to believe that they actually will take a loss on that building. There's got to be a long con there. Well, uh, I mean, actually, now that I think, well, no, now that I think about it, Trump is notoriously a terrible businessman. That's not Trump. That's his. Parents. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Yeah, that's nothing to do with Trump. Still, they're all tied up in it. And do you think Trump is not telling them what to buy? This happened long before I think he was uh, even dating Ivan. The 666 building. Fair enough. This is old news. He's just come on, so far behind the times. Wow, I'm just, <laughs> I'm, just jo- I'm just joking, man. But uh, what I was thinking is that, that they got into the Biden thing and uh, the media suppression. Do you think, I mean, unless Joe is getting payments, like the kids, because they go after Donald Trump Jr. or whatever, is that just salacious news and really is irrelevant to the whole thing? 
Sorry, I, I didn't understand the I'm first about part Hunter Biden. The, the media going to Hunter Biden or Donald Trump Jr. or whatever. Like, it, it's more of a distraction than, oh, we need to bring these facts to light. Because I brought it up three weeks ago when I saw the first Post article about, pardon me, uh, Hunter Biden. Remember I saying he was uh, cheating on his, no, he was banging his brother's widow. And sure, yeah. He's just a shitty person, but what does that matter about Is Joe? he a politician? Is Hunter Biden? Yeah. No. No, he works. Does he work? He He's a private investor guy overseas yeah. who supposedly is representing his father, That the, the Biden family interest. Gotcha. Who um, uses that as clout when he goes around like him? I guess the is difference is that Donald Trump Jr. is part of the... He's part of the machine. Yeah. Well, not the machine. I'm saying he's part of the fucking... Team. campaign he's uh, yeah politically he's tied in whereas i think he's actually though like the president of trump industries or something i think it's only ivanka who's like literally tied in because i think the whole point was to well again you're supposed to cut off all ties you have to business when you become president a- absolutely like if you think that's arm's length enough nope. obviously not but listen it's but both sides are so intertwined i'm not saying in, of course uh, the democrats listen i'm saying since like the 60s Every side does it. I get it. I'm not fucking retarded. I with the whole Biden Democrats computer thing. Apparently, they've had that info for a really long time. Like it, it's it, not new news. Exactly. So it's just like the. It's, um, yeah, it's just like the Kavanaugh. The, yeah. It's just Precisely. the other side. Yeah, they just had it locked and loaded in the chamber. What's more interesting to me is, look, you're Hunter Biden. You have all this shit. Why are you ever taking your computer in to be fixed? Wow, smoking crack. Again, like, uh, that's such the easy... Um, I mean, it is the easy cop-out, but... I've, you have like, to smoke crack. I was going to say, you really got to <laughs> smoke crack to be in that mindset to be like, I just don't fucking... I don't know. You're not thinking straight. I would think, like, unless he felt like he had to save his porn collection so bad, just fucking toss it at a, a, and get a new one. You're Hunter Biden, you know? I mean, listen, I don't know why all these people don't own incinerators and... That's it. If I was that rich, I'd own an incinerator. It's that simple. Nothing goes in the garbage. A, a compactor in your backyard, you know? Just everything gets there fucking... And why you hold on to all this other stuff when you can just know you can make new memories? That's the weird part of this Hunter Biden thing to me is the whole, like, um, he dropped it off at this guy and then never picked it up. And then the guy just decides to watch it. Like, it's all so convenient. I mean, hold on. on. Again, if you're smoking crack, you could forget that you dropped your computer off. And I'm not totally like, I can't sit here and be like, oh, the guy at the computer shop wouldn't go through the computer. Fuck yeah, you would. And he probably thought it was in a garage in Delaware or whatever else. Like, completely forgot where he put it. It actually (laughs) makes me wonder how much Nigeria has on the U.S. Because they get all. all, Of course, all the computers end up there. They're probably just, they've probably hacked There's or mined an industry the fucking... where they scan the cards and stuff. Well, it's like how, you know, if you worked in a Kodak shop, uh, a film um, processing place back in the day, you looked at everybody's pictures. Dude, I remember I had a couple of photos of my ex-girlfriend on like a disposable camera. Um, and I went and got them developed. And like when I got them, the guy was like, I was like, what's up with this guy? Like, I could not figure He was so they weird. Were naked and then pictures. I got home. Yeah. And there was like three, like, pictures. And I was like, oh, that, I was like, fuck, that guy definitely has copies of those. Like, that's 100%. the weirdest thing we went through, eh? Like, talk about not worrying about your privacy. That you had to develop pictures and 
give it to someone, someone else, else would see them and you know they see them and then you would have that moment like that's why you can almost like you could go back and i'd say 50 percent of people with a dark room back then were probably up to no fucking good serial killers that's something serial Snuff killers films. and porn early porn, porn. Sure. porn yeah and pedophiles obviously i mean that's where i was going yeah that's where you were going yeah that's where your head went right away then, Alex Jones. I mean, I'm just fucking. Speaking of Alex, then they got bogged down talking about carbon, and that was the one I had a hard time wrapping my head around. Like, I can't believe coal is clean. And we have the same issue here with our tar sands. Like the process, oil's already dirty. To me, it's the flippantness with him just being like, "It's clean. It's clean coal." Like, come on. Like, at least you can sit here and be like, "I have a tough time believing." I, well, even those. Even those scrubbers, like the byproduct, what I, but I do understand that the major food for plants is carbon dioxide. So it's like carbon dioxide is a, is not a bad thing, right? Okay. But again, we're like, Too much. I don't think any one of us is, is anywhere near qualified to speak about this, but I'm qualified to say we are not qualified to speak about yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. So that's why I'm saying, I don't even think Alex Jones is like, I didn't, I didn't love his explanation. Well, I was, and this is where here, this is one of my things. Like when Joe, when Joe wants to talk about eating meat versus eating a vegetarian or vegan, he has two people on. Now it wasn't a great idea in retrospect, but like I would like for once to have, I don't know, someone on to maybe counter Alex Jones. An environmentalist on just that one point. I mean, cause I know it's to he's so other place. I You're get it. I understand that, but you know, an argument it, that's going to. I don't know. It would just be nice to have because I, I listen. I give Joe some credit. He pushed back, and you know what? Joe's never going to win anymore because at the end of the day, I'm happy he pushed back. But I, at the end of this episode, I was like, I just wish Joe had been drunk and high, and maybe yeah. Eddie had been there. I would have rather it had been like, "Fuck you! I'm going to put you in a headlock." Like, I don't know. You would rather though, is what you're saying, that you'd rather have Mick West and like um, Alex Jones on the same episode. Sure. I mean, again, I'm with Kamar that he goes in way too many directions to have one person in a specific that could be field. The one yeah, point. and like Jamie, as good as he is, could not keep up. Well, if he was debating, let's say, let's say Alex Jones was in a real debate with Mick West, he wouldn't be able to go off on those tangents. It's that's not how you do it. You know, you have two minutes to make your point. And any, anyways, I'm just saying that wouldn't be a horrible idea. Sure. I, I was surprised that Alex Jones is against nuclear power. Yeah, because I I think that's the way. I mean, even for space travel, you you know what I mean. Like you can't. How are you going to get fuel? You get fuel to the moon for a spaceship to get there to like. Well, maybe it has nothing to do with fuel, Kamara. Like well, you're thinking so antiquatedly, you know. I'm thinking within what we know, unless those spaceships, whatever. Well, I just saw this thing. They're sending out, um, or they have already sent out these. It's like a microchip, about uh, this big. Let's say. And has this like parachute attached to it. They hit it with a laser. The laser inflates the parachute and sends that thing. It's to send it to exoplanets, which are so once it gets the momentum, it just rides it. away. It doesn't even need fuel. It just needs the. Initial. It just needs that laser. Yeah, I guess again, I'm not qualified to think about that. But what I was thinking about is because a nuclear explosion is basically splitting an atom, right? That's. I think that's exactly what it is. So how much is an atom worth? And yet it's so nothing. Is that a weird mind fuck? Right. If we just split you in half, I could blow up like three quarters of the world. No, you'd have to split one atom of me. If you split me in half, it's just a bloody mess. I, I get it. You'd have to try to find out. Um, 
I just read that they found a asteroid that they believe is worth more than the world's economy. All the resources, gold, minerals, whatever's on it. I just, that's weird. I was just watching this thing this morning, which was all about mining the asteroid belt. And they think that because now these rockets are going up there so cheaply, that was always the problem is getting the equipment up there. But now they can get it up there and they're forecasting like uh, by 2024, they could have mined, um, uh, it was some crazy number, like $7.3 trillion. There's so much silver, gold, and yeah, this, zinc This was up like nick. This one's made of like nickel and I can't remember what else. You have to Google it. You're but, probably smarter than me. But you know what? That It's such a cool idea because so those things that are rare on Earth, the reason they're rare is because they're not from Earth. They came on asteroids thousands and millions of years ago, you know? Mm-hmm. Those are our deposits of gold. They came from crashing asteroids. And so would uh, harnessing this uh, comet, asteroid, whatever, devalue stuff? Well, no. Apparently, it'll just give us resources to last another however many years until our sun explodes. Or we destroy ourselves. Or we destroy ourselves. Don't need it at all. Yeah. Um, Just jumping back for a second. Oh, wait. One sec. He was, was, I just, because I will forget and I wrote it down. You were talking about Alex Jones and him not liking nuclear power. Do you not think that Alex Jones has some interests? Like we always, oh, we always like uh, we he, always he's investing in other well, things. Come on, I mean, let's be fucking serious. What we always play this game. What do you think he's worth? Didn't we do this last week? No, Alex Jones. No, I think oh. we did. What do, I mean, I'm sure we've done this in the past, but I it's a great he, opportunity to do it, though. I think he's worth uh, fifty million. I was gonna say yeah, like 50, 50, Yeah, I think fifty is a great number. Yeah, but probably more like twenty six. So Kamar, what's he worth? But you see what I'm saying is like he's he he didn't just get ri- well. Sure, maybe he did just get rich off like yelling conspiracy theories. But he obviously has interests. He obviously has investments. He obviously cares. But about- I mean, he's not he's not saying no to nuclear to stick with oil, which is where the money comes from. You know what I mean? I think we all shot a bit high. According to the internet, he's worth ten million, hmm. which is still a nice chunk of change. Yeah. But I mean, I know he invest in prepper stuff i don't know what investments he has in oil companies whatever like um you know that slop bucket that can be used as a table in in the in the end of days that's the preacher guy who's selling like the cubes that can be tables pre-packaged food i mean uh, I haven't seen that. Vitamins, just stuff for the end of the world. Joe talks about it all the time. It's like Jimmy Swaggart or one of those guys is now selling. I think that they're like, they look like a bale of hay and it can be like a table, a chair or whatever during an apocalypse, but it's all edible. So it's like multiple use. I take it you eat where your ass goes last. Oh, I would say first if you're. Well, no, because you want to just muck it up. I want to just keep putting ass all over your food. I I really haven't looked that much into it. But that's an interesting point. It would need some serious research to find out and maybe expose Alex Jones to be more of a shill than I'm not saying he's a shill, but he definitely listen. Everyone has, I don't know. He has to, right? Like he, you know, to say he likes Trump or wants Trump in, there's obviously reasons behind that. It's not just, I think he, he he's in the same vein as me. All these guys hate him. So it must be a good reason to have him in there, Joe. See, this is the thing though. What you, and I don't mean this disrespectfully. I have the same amount of money. We have no money. 
So when we care about something, it's because we care about it. When you have $10 million, it's a bit different. It's it's rarely just like... Well, just, just like how um, 50 Cent is pro-Trump. Just because there's money, he may not agree with him. That's what I'm saying. Is like there's there you know there are a lot of there are a lot of rich people out there that are pro Trump only because of his economics. They probably think he's a piece of shit. I've heard a lot of people say that, and that's fine if that's your logic. Like okay, like if you're a business person and you're like I'm voting this guy because it's way better for my business and I have to feed my family, then all the power to you. But it's weird to hear people like at least you've come around and been like yeah he's you know can be a piece of shit. Alex Jones isn't a right left guy, though. No, right? that, well, that, I don't think he's a Republican. Years ago, he was railing against Bush. That Joe says it. That's how yeah. they met, right? Was yeah. doing the word. Maybe I don't know. Whatever. Point is, I, I really think that Alex Jones is just going against this like power structure. And yeah, of the course, globalist Joe. Everybody has like their own interest, I'm sure. But that's not why he's keeping nuclear. That's not why he's talking. I'm just saying, you can't, listen, he would talk about that. This, he'd be the first to say it if someone was saying this. He'd be the first to be like, maybe they have, in, maybe they have interest. Maybe they have interest. Look into it. Yeah. Who knows? No, no. So I'm just being the maybe. Alex Jones of. I mean, I'm a big proponent of nuclear. Knowing, I think it's the way. Knowing nothing about it at all. Not qualified just, to say that at all. It seems like one of those things that was given up on and um, they railed hard against it in like uh, propaganda. And just knowing what we know now, well, I just gotta that's ask always you. a play to like hide fucking something that would have worked really well that was going to cost them a lot of money. All right. Well, let me ask you this because sure, maybe I'm on board with you, but like if it was just Chernobyl, I could see where you're coming from. I could totally because, you know, it's Russia. Who knows? But the Japanese, they're a very industrious people and they're usually by the book and they usually do everything and they currently have a fucking nuclear core that's still burning towards the middle of the earth. So uh, I just, that's where I'm with, uh, that's where I kind of lose you there. It's just like, I, unless you're saying that someone sabotaged this, the Japanese, then, and which of course, yes, I know that's what you're saying. Well, okay. If we're going to follow the logic, right? I, I know where your logic is going. And I, I don't even need to do it. Then, nope. then you know exactly what I'm talking about. But even more than that, I think it just, it's much more of a, a dollars and cents issue. This was a, a product that was going to solve our problems energy wise. And there was a group of really wealthy individuals out there protecting their power, protecting their power. And they're like, what did he, we call it last week? You know, it's, um, fuck, I'm too stupid to remember. Anyways, uh, just, you're, I don't think you're, you're looking out for your, Everybody's looking out for their own, and it's interesting. I just said that, and then you were like, "But not Alex Jones." Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I mean uh, Alex Jones too. I just don't think in this case, for sure, there are times when he's pushing a narrative for some reason. I no doubt about it. I just don't think. Uh, I'll like, also always defend him because he's out there screaming at Waco like this is getting out of control. This is government overreach, and we know how that ended. But his crowning achievement still to this day that he hangs hat on, I think, is the Bohemian Grove. Say that again, please. Bohemian his crowning Grove. achievement that I think he hangs his hat on is the Bohemian Grove. I just wanted them. Bohemian. Do you guys think that Joe is flip-flopping about that? Because I don't know. Maybe he was so fucked up, but it felt like when Duncan Chussel was on, he started defending it. Like, what's wrong with this? Like, it's just a bunch of guys partying in the woods. And then... He's a comedian, though, so who knows if he was just being sarcastic. Oh, they're just taking the... Um... I would assume that Joe knows that any time when a bunch of rich people get together, period, 
not good things are going to happen. And especially when they're in the woods, fucking sacrificing, doing mock sacrifices to. See, I'm glad Tim Dillon was there though, because I said this in my head while they were talking about this. And then luckily Tim Dillon said it. He was like, how would we feel if it was a bunch of poor people doing it? Like we wouldn't really nefarious, you know what? But I keep in mind, you'd still probably look at it and be like super weird. Like I'm not saying, I'm not saying you wouldn't catch these people in the woods and be like, Whoa, I don't want, you know, but I'm just saying is if they were a bunch of poor people, you would just fucking move on. It wouldn't probably wouldn't even be a story, but because they're all rich, it's, you know, it's extra fucking weird because of the power they wield. Yes. All in the one place, but it's undeniable that there are secret societies and like shit going on. Like it's just, Oh no, I don't think anybody's arguing that. I'm not arguing that. So there you go. Like that, that, and they've been around for as long as we have a record of humans. You know, there have been secret societies amongst them in the royal family, la la la, la like everywhere. In ancient Egypt and long before, man. Do we need to get rid of them, or is it just the price of doing business living on planet Earth? I don't think you can get. Rid I don't. Of I them. well, obviously, how, where do you start? They're secret because the people who got get because someone who has to get rid of it is probably a member of one of them, and then you've got a guy on the inside. Yeah. And these allow conspiracy theories, like Alex Jones, to prosper and survive forever. There'll never be an end. Uh, let me just jump back to something for a sec so Absolutely. I, I don't lose it. Um, they were talking about the the Maxwell, Jislyn, uh, um, and her sisters, right? Because remember I was telling you her sisters are both working for... Um, they big, own a, big in tech? They own a company, this huge tech company, and it's all about uh, voting machines. That's their big uh, whatever. Nothing could go wrong. And they're all tied in with each other. Like their husbands work for, I don't know, some other company. And then just coincidentally, I found out that the woman who owns 23andMe, which is the place that gets everybody's DNA, DNA, Mm -hmm. um, her husband is the founder of... Microsoft, Bill Gates, no. bump, bump, bump. He's the founder of the Scorpions. No, either like um, Google or yeah, of Google. He's one of the founders of Google, and her sister is like the vice president of YouTube or something. And then you're like, what the fuck is going on here? You know, you're like all, all these big companies are all over the place, there, but there's just a handful of people that have their fingers that in are them. all just tied in. And it's all these really important things like um, Google and YouTube, obviously. And then 23andMe, which seems like the most like, you know, Google owns YouTube, right? You're aware of this. Okay, perfect. That's, and, and Facebook owns I'm Instagram. just saying like, if you own like, Yes, that makes more sense. You own There's Google, you would probably hire Halima to run for sure. YouTube. I'm just right. saying that's not a big stretch. That's not a big stretch. You are correct there. Okay, fine. The 23andMe thing, I'm with you. The 23andMe okay? thing. We can get there. Anyways, let's just look at that 23andMe thing for a second because it's you're a lot sending of data. your DNA off. Yeah. Okay. We know that the data about us shopping this, that is worth a lot of money to them. What would be worth even more money than that? You, you know? pay to give your data with 23 million. And then That's they hilarious. just... Yeah, you pay to give your data with everything. They just hold well, no, on to it. you don't pay for to have a Facebook. Okay, fine. But mo- there's a lot of things where you pay to give your data. Like an Alexa. A Google Home. All those, you're paying... You pay Google $70. They yeah. put a bug in your home. Well, I guess I just feel like DNA is really intimate data. 
more so than your buying patterns or whatever. Well, especially when you consider that like legitimately, if that company wanted to frame you for murder, they could. Sure, but I mean, let's be that. serious. You guys, like, let's just back up a sec. You guys think that people are so tied in that why would they even need to start a company where you voluntarily send it in? Like, you guys are talking about people being so tied in that they could just get your health records, they could collect your DNA a million different ways. Well, what that's being inferred. One of the conspiracy theories I heard is that they would then have your DNA so in 20 years or whatever, when they figure out some life extension thing and you need your young DNA, because that's what they need a clone, they'll then say, oh, do you need that? 10,000 bucks. We own it. It's not yours You've anymore. sold your rights to your DNA to them. I, I, as far as I know is, you know, you're getting your information and then they own that DNA. Ooh, uh, 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 I mean, that's uh, a great that's business nefarious. plan. Yes. How it's, is it nefarious or it is, is it so great nefarious. business? Like that's a Donald Trump business right there. Yeah. And I would We're say selling you that, back that to yourself. If Donald Trump was doing that. I would also say it was nefarious. It's like saying, I'm just saying a lot of businessmen stupid enough to do it. I'm just saying a lot. Show that's, me the money. That's what I'm saying is a lot of businessmen would say that's a great fucking business. All you're doing. You're not, first of all, you're not forcing anyone to do fucking anything. You're saying here is my business. We have a little bit of information about the past. If you'd like some of it, send us a swab of your mouth. And then we can keep the swab. And then at a later date, we can sell it back. Like, I don't know. I'm against it for sure, Simon. I'm not saying I'm for this. I'm just saying as a business, that's a fucking brilliant plan. Brilliant. One more point about just laying. I would assume, sorry, one last thing. I would assume that most um, like evil genius plans are brilliant. You know what I mean? Hence the evil genius part of it. But that's not an evil... How is that like evil genius? Again, I'm just curious. No, I'm just saying, we we look at it now, like that's just good business. And, you know, 20 years from now, when there's like a, a thousand little mats running around with machine guns, we're going to be like nefarious. You changed that so quickly. They it went from them you. selling my DNA back to me. But yeah, but that's not what we were talking oh, about. Well, who knows what they're going to do with it? They own it. They could do anything with it. Okay, Alex. Have you done it? Have you done it? No. no. My wife, I'm not doing it My now. wife bought it for me for Christmas and I, two years and ago. And you divorced her? No. And I've just been too lazy to do it. But now that you know what you know. I'm not, definitely not doing it. They're never getting their fingers on your DNA. No. But what we should be doing is figuring out a way to save our own DNA so in... 30 years or 20 years when we need our young DNA. So you just brought up a weird, free. you just brought up a weird thing though. So if a company came to you and said, we can freeze your young DNA for 20 years, but realistically the cost of doing it is going to be about $10,000. That's less nefarious to you. Well, but then we would sign a thing that said, it's still mine. You don't get to licensing. We'll license but again, what, we'll license but this is what I'm asking you is like, you assume that you would sign something that says the DNA is still yours. That would never happen. I was hoping I could just do it on my own, frankly, Matt, like cut off a little bit of my arm and put it in the freezer. You have no idea how DNA works, do you? I'm qualified to know. I do not know. Okay. Well, I don't works. think you need to cut off a piece of your arm. I'm pretty sure you just swab your mouth and. Okay. You go. Well, even better then. There man. you go. My, my last Why point. Why don't you just about, do that? Uh, swab just and freeze. Maxwell swab and freeze, man. There you go. Was they were trying to have a publication ban on the trial. And apparently it will be public. Good. As it should so that be. may be interesting. Yeah. Now we sit and wait I just, for her to survive. I just feel like nothing is ever going to happen there. But when you see Rainier go to jail for 120 years, then you're like, okay, well, no. Matt, he wasn't tied up to as many people as she is. No, no, but it was all part of this like giant takedown, you know, of all these um, people in these different fucking weird pedo 
factions and maybe that means that you know things are going to happen in the epstein trial who knows i'm, I'm trying to be she's uh, got to survive to get there but uh if it happens allegedly it's going to be transparent i mean i haven't seen her once since uh she got brought in so she could be dead for all i know or she could not be there or she could not be there um, they talked about the young Turks or as Alex called them, the young turds. Isn't it weird how they keep picking names that are historically bad things? Isn't that young Turks thing interesting? I had no idea. Is it, is it the like, Armenian genocide? Well, no, but that, of course I know about the Armenian genocide, but that, that was their name was based on anything to do with that. I just, I don't even know why I thought it was called the young Turks. I thought. I don't know what I thought. I thought they were revolutionaries or something that just spoke to truth. Because mm. that's what we relate to, but I've never liked... Um, Did you forget? It's different over there, man. It is fucking different. Did you ever see the 30 for 30 about Vladi Divac and the guy Oh, no, that's, with? that's amazing, yeah. We talked about that before. That shit is no joke over there. They don't fucking play. I, there's a scene in it where Vladi Divac is walking down the street with an ESPN film crew, and the film crew is like 10 feet behind Vladi, and he walks by this guy on the street, and the guy looks at the film crew and he goes, Vladi Divac? And they go, yeah. And he goes, and he spits on the ground in front of them. And keep, so you know what I mean? Like that Feelings. Shit, that shit goes fucking deep for a lot of those people. And, and have you seen what's going on right now with probably, the Armenians in well, France we, and shit? We were talking oh, about boy. that a couple weeks ago, but it, it goes back further and longer than Canada's been a country. Of course. So we, we really no, do we not no know idea. how to think about it. No. I just want to say for the record, when I was in my 20s, I walked around in a Che Guevara t-shirt. I've never won. So I was one of those losers, uh, full disclosure. That's just because you didn't know any better. That was one of my problems with Colin Kaepernick. Is that he... One of you have many problems? Well, no, I just like, you know, I was all for him doing his thing. And then he got offered jobs and did dumb shit to ensure that he didn't get them. Like Miami was going to offer him a contract. And he showed up in Miami wearing a Che... Uh, no, wearing a, a Fidel Castro shirt. You know what I mean? And it's like, dude, you're a fucking retard. Like, this is, it's 45% Cuban in Who Miami. Who are you like, talking about? Colin Kaepernick. And it was just stuff like that where it's like you're kind of alienating yourself. I don't know. I've said it before. I said it again. He does not speak enough. You know what I mean? For me to think he actually knows what he's doing or he's really coherent and intelligent. Colin, ha Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. Well, yeah. not Che Guevara. <laughs> like, I've never seen him do a half hour uh, interview or something talking about the issues. It's all just sound bites and he's just riding it. I mean, I think his intentions are right. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Raise awareness, yeah. but I don't think he's a thoughtful man who has anything to contribute to the conversation. Like I said, he got offered like three positions, and he did dumb shit each time. What do you want, Colin? Yeah. And now at an hour thirty, if Alex, you know, when Alex Jones sort of takes a suck attack, he starts talking in it. Mm -hmm. If he talked like that, it would be the best. And I could just listen to him for the rest of my life. Can we just jump back? Sorry. Of we'll, course. We'll get to that for one sec. Uh, jump back to uh, Kushner. Uh, just to put a cap on the whole thing. Um, the father sets up the son-in-law with the prostitute. Yeah. Like, this is all happening. What a fucking horrible family. <laughs> well, they're all horrible. I know. Everyone's horrible. No, the Kushners are especially horrible. Don't don't ever stand up for them. That's what I'm saying. saying is like you can't get, sit here and be like, worse, well, the Kushners or the Clintons. The Kushners are worse than the Trumps. And, and the and the Clintons are in between. No, I think. But the, come on, the stop, you, gotta, you have to stop doing this. Where you what? Constantly. They're all bad. 
They're all fucking bad. They're yeah, all bad. Sure, but you keep that's it. Yeah, but that's fine. But you keep you keep every time we're like, this guy's really bad, you're like, worse than the Clintons? We don't care about Hillary Clinton. We all said Hillary Clinton's terrible. Bill Clinton's terrible. But if they're all bad, then it's just normal. Like we're the we're the white knights, right? No, I'm not saying okay, so all right. Like the, the Trudeaus, are they good? I, I have no the Westons, like actually I would say um Warren Buffett's probably a good guy. Out of powerful people. I have no idea. I I, I I don't know either, but for the most part, anyone with any sort of power is just horrible. I have a feeling it's very tough to make a billion dollars without being pretty that, shitty somewhere. That's that's what I think is, is, is the bomb line. So I'm glad I'm a good person. I'll never be rich. Um, They don't want anybody driving cars. That was an interesting. Uh, that's a thought. Just a thought. It, as, this is more of the politicization of COVID, and uh, Alex referred to it as the 9-11. Do you guys agree that when 9-11 happened, whether it was an uh, inside job or uh, terrorists did it, there were liberties taken? Of course. And it's not unreasonable to think the same thing will happen now if this is like a 9-11. Just unfortunately, when shit like this happens, it stops stuff. And I, and I could not imagine to dream what it is like, oh, this is going to happen. Or if it's taking away everyone's cars or whatever it is. I Okay, well, taking away people's cars. Do you know how many cars are on the road? It's That's the most obscene thing ever. They're never going to do that. They're not going to do it in our lifetime. What would how about taking that? Away cars, be just, everyone would have self-driving cars. Like Ubers would be everything. Yeah, it's it's just to make it less convenient. A little less convenient. So your freedom is a little bit less. Like you can't just scooters. get up and go. Well, you could. You just have to call. Presumably. There's cars everywhere, but you don't have your own car. Which, yeah, I don't think that'll happen. No. Especially not in America. No, that's what I'm saying. And, like, I don't see, listen, they're going to open businesses back up. I don't believe, like, this whole they're trying to fucking tank the economy. I I just can't see that. I don't believe that. But the, the This is the point that they're fucking everyone over till after the election they're doing this right now to make Trump look bad. And then he, he loses the election, then they'll open everything up. I, that's a theory, right? This is the thing, though. I don't like Donald Trump. Yeah. I, I can't. Ooh, there's well there's no way that five years from now I could look back and be like, oh, Donald Trump ruined the economy. I, I can clearly say, well, they had to shut things down because of COVID, and that hurt the economy a Whoever great deal. Whoever was in power right that's now it. is yes. out of the bag looking like, that's and it, and you that's can blame how, whatever you want. That's, what I, that's, that's how I will look at it. When history looks back, I will say, I don't think Donald Trump was a good guy, but I don't think there's much, like... When, when they, you know, it's like, so what did someone say the other day? Like, Donald Trump is the most racist uh, president in history. And they're like, well, that's just not true. You know what I mean? No, like, they're that's the most insane shit ever. But it, it, I, did he handle it worse than anyone? No way. There's way worse fucking leaders out there that had to have handled it worse than Donald Trump. He just is on the biggest fucking stage and probably didn't. He, he did some things right. Like, I think stopping flights from China was smart. Listen, I sat on this show. I remember when they were bringing all those people back from Japan. And I said, I don't think we should. And we were like, well, they're Canadian. And I said, I don't give a fuck. I thought we should have shut everything, locked the borders down completely. For a bit. Let's see I was, yeah, on. I was real harsh about it. I, it's so surreal how we were watching all, them build all those hospitals in China. Everyone was sharing that footage of the time after they're building 10 hospitals. I'm like, wow, <laughs> they're really fucked over there with it. And people falling dead on the street. Well, I don't convulsing. know. I don't know about those. Keep in mind, too, we saw them building buildings. We don't know they were fucking hospitals. But... The 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 That's narrative the was exactly that they're doing the that. Point. Yes, I know. I'm and 
we were all like, wow, it's fucked up over there. Sure glad we're here, not knowing. It was like, you know, um, when you I watch- was in, uh, I was in Florida fl- in February. Flash floods? Yeah. You know, like, it, oh, gee, I wonder yeah, wow, if that's going to harm anyone. And yeah. then all of a sudden, three months later, we're all locked down going, holy fuck. Well, remember how a big thing was to say like, because tw- 2019, I guess, was a shitty year. Uh, my theory is that they say that every year now. That's okay. just a young person thing to do. All right, fair enough. If it, whether it's a, a natural disasters or the wrong celebrities dying, I think every year is like, oh, it's the worst. <laughs> after last week, um, I meant to say something. Like, you know what? After the episode, you're like, oh, shit. That was the point I should have made. Mm-hmm. And then I was listening to Alex talk this. I was like, oh, perfect. Because now I can say the point I should have made last I week. I love when that happens. Yeah. Which was, um, remember we were like, Kanye may be a genius in Music. singing. But that doesn't mean he That doesn't mean he president. should be sticking his, no- forget president. That means he shouldn't be sticking his nose into school building or food. transport or food. Farming. That, that's what people don't like is when this one guy is, good in this and thinks he can do whatever stay in your lane bill gates that was the argument i should have made that's why everybody whether this guy is doing nefarious shit or not it's like you're a tech guy what business do you have with vaccines what makes you qualified at all just because you're a genius in this that's a simply a money thing it's i have enough money so i can stick my big fat fucking nose into anything i please and, and you think it's impossible that Bill Gates is a good guy? I'm just curious, Simon. If you're if you're a multi billionaire, what are you going to do with your money? Not anything good, or and you're not even going to attempt anything Speed good. Speedboats and hose, Maddie. I don't just know. Just checking. Like, no, of course. Of <laughs> well, no, course. but I'm asking because, like, if you let's say you, Simon, became a billionaire and you said, "Man, I want to do something good." Like, do you, it, I'm just showing you how quickly it could be misconstrued, and they could be like, "This guy should stay in his fucking lane. He doesn't have any fucking business." Keep you know his what I mean? Big fat yeah, nose, special and, yeah. Jew. You know, what I mean? like, and it could just get ugly. And all I'm saying is, like, I don't believe that Bill Gates is all good. I just, I've, I've, I've just said this. I think all billionaires have blood on their hands. It's impossible not to. That's There's no fucking way you made a billion dollars without getting some fucking blood on your hands. And you can't tell me any fucking different. So, so we now need a new system, the worst of the worst. No, uh, absolutely not, Matt. I, I agree with you. I think all billion... But look, if you're a billionaire and you're, you're fucking people over in your own field well then there's that but if you're fucking people over in your own field and then taking that money and going into another field and killing tons more people all i'm saying is this is if you're i'm just diablo avocado if you can't fault a guy who's got billions of dollars for trying you should say listen he failed and then that should be it yeah diablo avocado he went to some conference heard a bunch of information and found a new crusade i mean on behalf of his foundation, because they're like, we have all this money. We're going to, what are we going to do? Spin the wheel. Oh, it's. Yeah, it's exactly. That's all I'm vaccines. saying is like, it, it, it could be the as innocuous. I'm saying it could be as innocuous as that. It could also be that every billionaire out there is trying to fucking control the world. I'd say there's a 50-50 shot at both. Like I said, I don't think any billionaire out there is just fucking. I, I, you know what? That's not true. There's probably some billionaires that are just doing what you said, boats and hoes. And they're probably. Not hurting anyone. Those are the ones you don't have to worry well, about. No, but unless they're what's his name, CIA guy, and then you really got to worry. Enter your Dan Blazarian, who's not even a billionaire, and he's Dan just Bilzerian. a false front. Yeah. Or Epstein, for that matter. Got to get into something. So John Glenn says the aliens built the pyramid. Was it John Glenn, Neil Armstrong? No, it was Buzz Aldrin. Buzz Aldrin. I don't sorry. think he said the aliens he built the pyramid. He didn't. I watched the video. 
I actually watched that video. So this Jamie week. wasn't quick on the jaw there. Well, no, but hold on. So that's Alex got half of it right. What he he did say there's an obelisk on the moon of Mars. Obelisk on the moon of Mars or Mars on the moon of Mars he was has, his exact. I watched the video. He has also said that there is some stuff in the Antarctic. Listen, all I'm saying is Alex Jones was talking about one specific video. I saw the video in question. He never mentions the pyramids once. He does, however, well, say... Well, that's what he meant then. Obelisk on the moon. I'm just saying that's... Obelisks are from Egypt. I okay, see Okay, my the... point... Well, okay. My point is just that that's, that's exactly what he said. Okay, I watched the video. No problem. If Buzz Aldrin is saying, like Matt said, that there is an obelisk on the moon, that's just The moon as... of Mars. Sure. Well, right. there's a difference though. He hasn't been to the moon of Mars. Okay. Right. Well, but yeah. you see that he that hasn't been know. to our moon either. <laughs> well, so. but you maybe don't there's been to I all do, of them. Matt. I'm, I do, I, I mocha'd my way into really like. So now Buzz Aldrin has not. Circle. But so you have you're going to debate yourself not in the surprising. next moon debate. I wish Kamar had done his job better. Oh, stop it! Oh, stop it! That that is irrelevant. Like that is irrelevant. My own beliefs. No. But I, 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 I crushed him so badly that I never even had to rethink my position. That's so weird that you crushed yourself so badly. <laughs> Do you know what uh, Nike just came out with? Tell me. The Air Jordan 1's mochas. What? Yeah. Just because of the what? color. Yeah, they're, they're like a coffee color. But well, We should all get a pair of those. Well, we got to get a couple more Patreons. Um... So, yeah, the, you do not believe the aliens built the pyramids, or you do. No, you say um, that it was just uh, incorrect for I Alex. Do not Jamie dropped the ball. The no, no, I don't care pyramids. about that. I was just saying that in this particular one, I watched the video and he didn't mention. Yeah, no, he was fact checking. That's, that's all I was that doing. Was good. Good work. Toit. And just last thing on Bill Gates, he came out and said that 10 years until Corona is gone. Optimistically eradicated. And that doesn't sound realistic at all. Like, I don't think it'll ever be gone. Just like this other... Um, I have a feeling we'll be back to normal somewhat by next summer. Or by... There, you'll still see people wearing masks and you'll... Oh, I think masks are a new comfort for people to do. But even then, like like we've been talking about, that's the normal in Asia for the longest time. Yeah, no. So over there, they're, you know, they're like, good, catch up. It's a fucking fashion thing over here. How did you feel when Joe said, Alex, stop making this the Alex Jones show? That was sober, Joe. Yeah. That was sober October, Joe. And then I think he caught himself and he was like, what am I doing here? I, I think he was wrestling inside like, I just want to have a shot with the Alex, but I said I'm going to do something. He did it, pulled it off. Well, he was so close. He couldn't. Uh, of course, of course, of he course. He couldn't break it at that point. Um, I just think Joe should have, this is my opinion. I'm all for him having Alex Jones on. They're super entertaining episodes, whether you believe him or not. It's fun to watch. You should have just waited. Just wait a week. Have him on just after the election. So there's no fucking, you know what I mean? There's no worry, no sway, no like, and I'm, uh, I'm because I just want this election to be done with. I don't give a fuck who wins. It's going to be shit either way. So let's just fucking. But like I said at the beginning, I think Joe being sober, I don't call it pushing back, just fact checking Alex as it goes, made Alex, everyone comes out looking better than just spewing off stuff where they're wasted. There, there sure, could have been sure. 20 bylines the next day in articles. Joe Rogan allows Alex Jones to say this. So I agree. I think, like it's, I think it's for the best. Like I said, I think he did Alex a favor. I think so. By fact checking. I don't think he did it on purpose. I don't think it was, <laughs> a, I don't think it was dickish either. It was just the way it has to go because Alex has a tendency to go off. I think Tim Dillon added everything. I thought Brian snickering in the back. Like I thought it was great. My last point that I had is it was really sad at the end 
Like it sounded like Alex Jones is almost done. But that too, see that, that maybe too, that's an act. See, to me though, that was the thing where I was Crocodile like, if this tears. guy really believes that he's out here, like make like he's the only one out here making a difference and telling the truth. Why would he stop? Well, no, he thinks he's going to die of a heart attack because the way he runs, but it just sounded like he had a bit of a broken spirit despite his success. Despite he has a drinking problem. Joe Rogan. Well, obviously, but that's all it is. I guarantee you if he got sober tomorrow, he'd do, he'd do this till he's 70. Well, then I hope that happens because I just I felt a little bit of like, would the world be a better place without Alex Jones? Oh, that's one more point I want to say. Would the world be a better place without Alex Jones? No, no. you need people like Alex Jones. And they talked about way back uh, QAnon. QAnon is getting attacked. Like there was a huge thing on the CBC about how destructive it is, how it has to be stopped. I don't. You think I, I follow? I don't. Well, you can't follow it now. This it's is gone. using Pizzagate as an excuse to not prosecute or to not look at pedophilia that's going hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Even Alex Jones was chastising them, though. So let's just back up a sec. Even Alex Jones was like, "These guys are weekend warriors that actually know nothing about this shit." That's fine. The people who follow it or the people who are putting. Like, I, that's what I, he was I, saying. I'm he was so like, confused. What he was saying was the people that post are just fucking shit posters for the most part. That don't really know anything about this. They're just fucking. They're just rehashing shit. He's like, it doesn't mean it doesn't happen. He's like, there are actually child pedophile rings out there. That's what Alex Jones said. But what are you talking about? Sorry, who's posting what? You were talking about Q-Anon? the QAnon, yes. Posting about what? Like QAnon conspiracy is, theories, is whatever one, JFK coming back. It or, isn't a bunch of people. Yeah, sure. It's posting. Like a, yes, it's it is. One place. No. No, there's one, and then there's then there's a discussion. And whatever. That's what I'm that's saying. What is, you're yes, about that's what I'm saying. Is, is okay. most of the people that are on there fucking posting shit are just shit posters who don't really know. That doesn't mean it's not there. But the problem is, is they're not helping. I mean, no one's helping. That's the real problem. But I, I was looking like. Is it destructive? Like, you know, people say video games. I know we've had this discussion before. Video games are destructive or uh, rap music. This thing's about uh, raping, robbing stuff. Like, shouldn't... Like, do you understand what I'm trying to ask? No. It shouldn't have been taken down. Is QAnon that bad? Or are people so stupid that it has to be... Listen, nothing should be taken I'm down for opinion. just this reason. Yeah, I'll tell you why. The guy, the guy a couple weeks ago said it. You keep it up so that there's a record of it. And so that B, you can disseminate and discuss it. The problem is that we're too fucking stupid now. And poke holes in it and show it for what it yeah, is. See, if it is. Let me use a good example. We listened to the Dan Bilzerian. We did that as a throwback a couple months ago or a month and a half ago. And I sat there during that thing and I was like, I said everything that's coming out right now. Something's rotten. Yeah, I was like, this guy, I've heard all this shit about his dad. I don't believe his shit about buds. All this fucking stuff. And now it's all coming to fruition. Again, like imagine if they had been like, take Dan Bilzerian down. There wouldn't be a record of him saying all that shit. We wouldn't know all of it. And the three of us couldn't have sat here and kind of picked it apart a little bit. So you think by taking him down, they could have assisted him getting away with it? or Yeah, in a way you can. Listen, the only way to fight bad ideas is with good ideas. I fully agree with that. So I don't think taking anything down is good. But we, again, unless we're going to regulate them, they are private companies. Like if you own a Burger King, Kamar, and I come in and I start dropping N-bombs like crazy, you fully have the right to throw me out. Right? You would agree, right? Yeah. There's no freedom of speech thing there that allows me to just sit there. I wonder if I'm another customer, if I have a right to sue you for allowing me to, if you don't throw me out. Say that again. <laughs> well, sorry, I, did you did you follow that? I, no, I was lost there. I was looking at so I am. You're uh, another customer in the Burger King. Do uh, I own the Burger King now? Someone owns the Burger King. Okay. Someone's in there uh, saying N-words. Yeah, yeah. 
You're saying the N-words. I own the Burger King. Perfect. And, and I'm a black person. Okay. And this you, is the most close to the... You don't, <laughs> you don't throw that person out. You let them just be offensive and Could you then hurtful. sue because, yeah. No, because you can just leave the Burger King. Okay. But you see what I'm saying well, is like... I'm wondering if this is an analogy for social media. Well, my it is kind of because, you know, we always have this argument. Like, listen, I'll put it to you this way, Simon, and we'll get to it obviously in the later episodes. If you can make the argument that social media is swaying elections, then for sure, for sure, without a doubt, it should be fucking regulated beyond any reasonable doubt. Oh, we'll get there. We're going to get there. Yeah, I know. So I'm saying that. But but they are private companies. And you have to realize that if you want the government to step in, get ready for the government to step in on a lot of private companies in the future. Because this is exactly what we're talking about is civil liberties being taken. If you have a private company that you start, you can set the rules for that company. Same way if you want to have the Boy Scouts and you want to say it's only boys, I mean, you can't do that anymore. But again, that's horseshit. So we agree there, but that's what I'm saying. It's a slippery if slope. If you come into a store that I own and you're treating my staff poorly, you're out of the store. That's what I'm you saying. You don't have any rights to be in there. That's what I'm saying. There's no there's no First Amendment freedom I, of speech I, thing there. I understand. So that's all I'm saying is it's a slippery slope when the government then steps in and says, you guys are now too big. We but, have to, But this is what I'm saying. If they're swaying elections, I, hear me out. If they're swaying elections, I agree. Then the government has to step in and say, you guys can't be doing this. But as far as the QAnon thing, my answer to your question is nothing should ever be taken down. Yeah, keep, no. Keep I, it all up there. I, it's like the NAACP or the a ACLU fighting for the... And it gives it just more credibility of shutting down. Like, oh, of you know what I mean? Like, all the things they try to do to do something backfire. And nobody's ever taking it down because they're trying to do the right thing. They're taking it down because they have an agenda that they're trying to follow. You, you, right? Like... There's an intent. Well, I mean, hold on, though. You can say, like, sure, I'm with you. Like, if I if I think you shouldn't be racist and you post something racist and I take it down, my intention, and yes, I have, you know what I mean? Like, but you could say that, I mean, again, it's it's whatever side again, you see. Again, it goes back to that point that you're saying, have a record of it. Well, I agree. That's why I said don't take it down. But my argument to Simon is, like, a lot of people would side with me being like, well, that's pretty righteous taking that down. Like, let's say we had a Facebook page and there was someone on there that was, like, calling you all sorts of anti-Semitic shit. We could have a choice. We could leave it up or we could take it down. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I know what you mean. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying is we, we then have, we, we, have, that we choice. have the choice. <laughs> yes. But you see, like, that's all I'm saying is I, what I was going to say, Matt, is your just notes back are to insane, your, by the way. I know this was the best. This is like Pepe uh, and Pepe, full effect. Yeah. Oh. Um, to your store analogy. Yeah. Like, that's cool. If I'm um, if it's just me and I own a little store, and I'm telling the person to leave, and then they can go somewhere else. But if I own every store on every block for the whole city, and I'm telling you, you got to follow my rules, and you can only go to another one of my Someone's stores. Someone's got to step in. Well, then we got a problem, right? Like, that's the equivalent. Yeah, okay, but my problem is you act as though everyone, like all 360 million people in the U.S. have Twitter. The other problem I have is that none of us put our money where our mouth is. You use Twitter. You use Instagram. We all think they're horrible. We all use them. No, but the, the point that I was trying to say a couple weeks ago is it's section 230. That's the gray area, right? 
What is section? Yeah, I I know what you're going to say. Section 230 uh, provides immunity from liability for providers and users of an interactive computer service who publish information provided by third party users. They're riding both sides of the fence. These social media companies, they're not liable for anything, but they also get to set. And this wasn't necessarily for these giant companies. It was just a little person who has a blog who gets some information. Keep in mind, I said this too. They don't want. They don't want to ban anyone. It's terrible for business. Think about it. Think about right now. They'd like. He rather he Republicans would rather, buy shoes too. He would rather everyone was on there because that's it. The more people on there, the more fucking selling power they have, the more buying power they have. Keep in mind too, if Twitter continues to fucking ban people, people will stop using Twitter. They lose their market share. They go out of business. That's horrible for business. They don't want to ban people, and I truly believe. And I hate Mark Zuckerberg. I think he's the worst out of all of them. I actually don't mind Jack Dorsey. I think deep down he's probably a decent guy, but Mark Zuckerberg who I think is the worst of all They're the good billionaires. He's the good billionaire. I think he's probably got the least blood on his hands. Maybe Mm -hmm. seems like he really just wants to pierce another ear and fucking chill out. Uh, We we should save this for the last episode though. Well, no, I mean, it's all kind of tied in. It is tough. tough What are we going to fucking do? I I, fine. We'll save it. That's fine. No, no, it's it's okay. Don't worry. Well, no, because Alex Jones is going to be fucking three and a half hours. And then we're going to have another three hours of other podcasts. We're almost done here. Just, um, Michael Jackson and Prince, okay? They were both railing out against um, Sony when they died about the same thing Kanye's railing about now. They both committed... Of drug overdoses. Of drug overdoses. There's no committing suicide. Do you you think that's what's going to happen to Kanye? I'm being totally serious Um, here. I I would say you saying it now has put it into the ether. Just like Kanye has to say everything for anything to be possible. If it happens, that's what we have to deduct. Hold on. But he's going to have to universal. Kanye, Sony. Kanye Sony won't universal. take bipolar meds. There's no way this guy is taking any drugs. Well, so. that's why I'd be more suspicious if he does overdose on something. I don't buy it. I don't think he will. And have, did you guys ever notice this? This is crazy. Um, is this David Bowie related? Yeah. How did you know that? Look at the look at the name on the fucking hotel or whatever. Do you see? Yeah. Do you I see? see? I mean, coincidence, Simon. It, it's just I know that's, that, that's George Lucas. Luke, is it? <laughs> George Lucas, Luke. Remember, Kanye was like, what's the hero? Kanye Luke. was a... What's ta- that, Lucas? Kanye like, don't you see? was a time traveler who knew... Or, sorry, David Bowie was a time traveler, and he knew that Kanye was going to be famous... And I pray, I and pray Kanye is right and everyone's as wrong. As an Easter egg for all of us to see that many years ago. Or, or conversely, coincidence. He's a loony. Mocha. You can't, five, claim, you can't claim mocha when you so flippantly it's dismiss one thing. Like, <laughs> like fall, everything falls under section no, mocha. No, because for, what, what it is, Maddie, is that is also a possibility. It's like I was telling him, um, look, maybe aliens built the pyramids. Maybe. I don't personally think so, but maybe, maybe uh, a crazy human civilization did it. Maybe penguins did it. Hold on, you don't. I don't fucking know. Hold on, you don't think aliens built the pyramids? I don't think they actually came with like their UFOs and built the pyramids. If anything, I think that um, uh, information was passed down, and at some point, maybe that came from aliens, or maybe they um, seeded our land, our, our DNA, like as monkeys, a long time ago, and built us into what we are. And at the end of the day, mocha. What but I want to, but it could be penguins. That was my point. Mocha. Like, can you clarify I don't the know. spelling for the listeners? Of the acronym. Mo- it's M O C A. Correct. M-O-C-A. There's no H. Oh no, okay. that's not the Nike. 
Air Jordans. It's M O C H A. Oh, well, there you go. Um, what you guys think is worth? Uh, global warming progressing or an ice age? An ice age. Yeah. <laughs> I think they both kill us, don't they? I think I, I don't know well, which kills us more. he's saying global warming progressing, so that gives you a bunch of years. You're probably dead long before it happens. Yes, I agree. But an ice age that could be like tomorrow. But wait, well, that's my question though. Does the ice age just we snap? No, and that's I think that, it, that ice age like probably a, takes a thousand years a to get to ice hitting. age. I think both of those options are terrible. Yes, of course. Are we talking about for humanity but for you us gotta, personally? You choose like, one. Global warming. Gotta choose one. I'm well, we're global in, well, warming. Well, considering that we're in the midst of one, I'll obviously pick the one, the devil you I'd know. I'd rather hot than cold. Yeah. Well, there it is. that's a fucking, we're Canadian. That's the easiest choice ever. So you're saying someone in Florida would rather an ice age? I don't know. You'd have to, uh, honestly, well, we I might go, I might Depends stay there for all of February. Rack them. What? I might go to Florida for February. Fuck this. You can't go to Florida. Why? Yes, you can. You can fly to the States. You can. Really? Yes. Wow. I have a place to stay. I'm just going to sit outside in a little fucking fenced-in area and just enjoy the sun. I might. And who knows, by the time this election's over, when this comes out, oh, yeah, everything could be done. Very interesting. We'll, we'll talk about that post-show. Well, there could be a fucking Our revolution. Le- election like, wrap-up. You know, it's hard to, to... Have you sun- been to Florida? It's hard to sunbathe sun- amidst, you know, burning fucking oceans and shit. Don't own a bookstore in cities, Florida. Burning cities. I guess the oceans will be fine. No, they'll burn too, Simon. They're burning everything. I felt the last time Alex Jones was on was way more entertaining and uh, boombastic, as it were. Oh, for sure. But I think this one was good to give Alex uh, credibility, and uh, I, I, I still thought it was fantastic. Nope. I think it was so funny. Sorry. No, no. One last thing. I think it was so funny how he has Alex Jones on, and there's still conspiracies out the fucking wazoo. I checked every hour. It was on my Spotify every hour. It never disappeared. Yeah, I don't understand that. I Everyone online was fucking freaking out. Oh, it's, they took it down. It's gone. Because there was a glitch. Yes, I know. Yeah. Joe had to, yeah, but, and again, he was like, some people are getting it, some people aren't. I, it had never disappeared for me. No, and it's I, just like Joe said, I can't believe this only happens. Yes, well, coincidence, it, you know. Coincidence, Matt. Is that it? Are you done? And Tim Dillon can die a happy man. Poor Tim Dillon, eh, though? Like, no, I guess he was so happy. Of course. But, like, There's another part about him. You just, you couldn't, there was no time. Did you see him. the shirt he was wearing? Yeah. The I, just lame. I don't, free, free I don't think lame. he was there to add. He no. was there to bask in but it. But I don't understand it. then. Joe said you weren't even supposed to be here. Maybe that's a joke. He's a comedian. Was that then? Okay. I thought he was being serious. I thought, like, uh, Tim was coming and Alex pushed his way in, but that can't be right. He was well, no, on could, hold on. Have you never seen Alex Jones? No, I'm I just totally see well, him standing the, outside of the compound. He like, pushed Joe, himself come on. into the end of the world on Tuesday. Uh, I'm just saying that Tim Dillon was just on like literally less than 20 episodes ago. I think he, Alex Jones coming in. Can I please be there? So do you think Kyle Kalinske will push back on some Alex Jones stuff? I think uh, Joe's going to be wasted. Alex is going to be wasted. It's going to be uh It's going to be, a, this is going to be the worst five hours of podcast or the best. Ever. I wonder if Kyle Kalinske agreed to be on with Alex or if Joe did that. And Line-sided. now Kyle has to be like, I'm either going to do it. Oh shit. Sorry. And look like a, uh, or look like a fucking real prick to back out, you know, like I'm afraid. Rate it. Like I said, uh, I thought the last one was way more entertaining, but I thought Joe did Alex a service by pushing back on him, and he he, he did not look like a raving lunatic, uh, like he sometimes can. I give this a 4.5. 
Simon? Um, I'm going to give this one a... Uh, 4.3. 3.5. Still love the Jones. Yeah. The legend just is stronger. I mean, I would much rather, just for entertainment purposes, because I didn't really get a bunch of new information, you know, um, I'd rather see him with Eddie headlocks, all of that shit where anything can happen. But like I said at the beginning, I feel like this was the best he's ever done on the Joe Rogan show as far as... It, his detractors and what they were oh, going to Oh, for so many people, they say, you it. can't have Alec Jones on. They're like, uh, there's nothing to see here. There's nothing to see here. You Agreed. Got it. You got Agreed. It. Did you rate it? Yeah, you three and a half. It. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, good. We're done. Keep your eyes open. <laughs> That's an episode. Go. We're doing... I need a number, Kamar. Well, I used to give that to Simon, but... Um... Well, I don't think Simon took notes this week. I did, I did. You okay, so name and a number. Uh, I have the name, not the number. 1556. Glenn Greenwald. There we go. We should do it together. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Um, So he just quit his job at the intercept day, like right after this happened. I was going to bear the lead, but I wonder if he, um, (laughs) I wonder if. uh, This had something to do with it? Well, the one thing I'll say about this, uh, I watched it. So did I. I don't know if he was looking at emails, but he was constantly looking at something. For the first part of this, I don't know if he had facts on or stuff that he was talking about. So I don't know if he was looking at a conversation that was showing him that the intercept, the was planning on not running the story that he wanted. And so, and so it was happening, and he just did not give Joe the scoop. Well, the intercept is his thing. Well, that's the wildest thing. But he started. Then you get a board. And then, yeah, yeah. And then that editorial board. I was going to say too. The ironic thing is he probably put that editor in place. I, I'm sure he probably put what, the whole board in place. What I'm saying. But he's he was a left guy. It's he's, just when... He still is. Still I know, is. I know, but he seems very fair, which the left usually doesn't anymore. Well, someone said on the Reddit that, will Joe have any... Uh, it's all right-wingers, any lefters, and I think he, he did that as well this week. But I think he, um, at, at some point, he wants the truth, right? So... He's if the real, left is going to try and hide the truth, he's like, no, I can't do that. I'm a real journalist. He's a real j- journalist. I, I, Last have, the I have feelings and they run left. They run against Trump. But it doesn't mean that I'm going to hide the shit that could do him good. You know, like The truth. The truth. The truth. What I want to know is if he had run the story two weeks later, would they have run it? After, After the, the election. election, yes. Well, that's a, is that not a good question? Well, well, well no, it depends this, who won. If Biden wins, then no. This is don't. the weird thing. October surprise. Well, no, holding but if on Biden wins, I think then they still run it because at that point it doesn't matter, right? You can run whatever smears well, that, you that'd want. That'd be sort of like Russiagate after Trump won. Well, and if they were like um, trying to keep it so Biden could win, then I don't. I don't know. I just. I'm just saying is once your guy gets in, you can run whatever stories and keep your journalistic integrity. Correct. Mm-hmm. Right then, you still run the story that's anti-Biden. You've I just mean, done it two you've weeks still later. Lost your credibility because you should have done it two weeks earlier, right? Well, I mean, if you have the story earlier than that, well, we know that they do, though, right? Because it got leaked. Well, yeah, but I mean, yeah, should yeah. Anyways, um, but again, you never know. Like he's, you know, this. He was talking about some of his journalistic stuff took fucking years. Well, he's a, and as a good journalist, like I said, it should Pulitzer Prize winning. Yeah, I know. He also did the uh, broke Snowden intense all coverage on uh, Chelsea Manning, the treatment of her. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Chelsea Manning gave Julian Assange yeah. the, the drive. We've talked about that before. I thought in the beginning when he Joe asked him about uh, Brazil, and then Joe's talking about fighting because Glenn Greenwald is a uh, journalist or whatever. Like if he had made that mistake of asking Joe about fighting, and then it devolved into. You know, when Joe goes off about... No, Joe's, Joe hasn't talked about fighting at all recently. But it happens sometimes, non-fighters, they just get lost because Joe yeah. likes to talk about it. Sure. I was worried that happened. It didn't happen. I think the most interesting thing about this, and I feel like the last time Edward Snowden on, we were like, oh, he's a one-trick pony or whatever. No, you said that. Sorry, <laughs> I keep saying we. I'll never say it again. No, I, I just... I was saying that. No, no, I I, I don't want to uh, creep you in with what I think or say. Um he filled in the full story the whole other side of what you got from edward snowden and then the journalist reported like i don't think he mentioned how he had to lie to his girlfriend he did no but he's saying he's saying snowden didn't that's what i was saying he doesn't oh. see, he wasn't a bra I'd, I think there was a lot he left out that would have made him look really good or that would have seemed like bragging or, or maybe in his book maybe it's in the book too but, but i mean again i think I think you take away from what you're doing by being like, well, I'm this fucking, you know what I had to do? You know what I mean? Like you're No, but he could say like, it was really tough. I had to lie to my girlfriend. He's like, what's wrong? I was like, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. So it was for sure, for sure. You couldn't say you knew anything. Yeah. He just gave it well-rounded and... You're probably right though. It's probably in the book. I don't want this to sound flippant, okay? That's not why I'm saying this. Too late. But li no, yeah. I, I braced yeah. it by saying yeah. I am I'm not, not racist, racist, but... Um, where are the protests for Edward Snowden? Like, why is this? Why has the country or Julian Assange? You might not. You might think he's a piece for, of shit. Absolutely, but you should for, still fight for his freedom. Absolutely for Julian Assange. Why does the country not stand up and say it's not our country? Them. Why don't they stand up and say this is not okay? You've said yourself, government, that you were wrong, and you still. We're wrong, but if this guy comes home, we're prosecuting him to the full extent of the law. That's not right. You don't have that right. We, you work for fucking us. Other than Joe Rogan, where is this part of the news cycle? How are people even supposed to care? Well, no, but that's what I was going to say. The bigger problem is other journalists. Yes. Pussies. Well, you're all supposed to... He was incensed, Glenn Greenwald. As he should be. As we all should These be. These are people who should not... Okay, listen. When you watch, when you watch old movies... Sorry. No, no, go, go. When you watch movies about how the press used to be. And I get it, they're glorified, it's Hollywood, but... Romanticizing. Sure, but I mean, you can imagine that like the like the passion they all had for protecting each other and their leads and their like... Getting the story right, yeah, getting that, the scoop. That was it. The Pulitzer Prize. And you didn't, you didn't fucking... Nothing got run unless it was like solid, steadfast, double-checked, you know what I mean? Cross the T's, dot and all the I's. you weren't making a lot of money your best thing would be to put out your work, get uh, renowned for that, maybe sell a book on the back end of it, only based on you doing amazing journalism and come the story. But my point was they all protected each other. If you go back and look, like it was like a tight fraternity of like, I don't know. But now that it's all based on clickbait, it's every man for themselves and fuck that guy. What's he going to do for me? Well, if you really want to, I mean, I started thinking about it. It's kind of goes to like what Gad Sad is going to talk about in the next one is just like, Journalism used to be one of the hardest. It was up there with like um, law. Oh yeah, like the people who went in the program. What I'm saying is, it was thirty percent like, graduated. That was it. It was ninety nine percentile type of program. Like you didn't. It was not easy to get into the hardest journalistic programs. 
And, you know, now it seems like any asshole with a fucking blog is a journalist. And you that know, could be that's, argued. That's, that might be part of the problem. Now, I'm not saying, now keep in mind, I'm not saying you have to go to a prestigious school to be a journalist. I'm sure there are, lo- there are lots of journalists who have cut their teeth. Ariel Hawani is a great example. I, I doubt he went to journalism school, but, you know, started off doing what we're doing in his mom's basement and now has an ESPN show. Well, I think Glenn was saying he didn't go to journalism school. There you go. So that's what I'm saying. Is I'm not saying it's a prerequisite. Which is interesting. To, to all these journalists or a lot of these bad journalists did go to journalism school. Sure. And they are horrible. Or are they slanted? Is someone up top saying, is it bad journalism or is it corrupt Maybe they had to compromise themselves already to get the marks to go against things that they would have wanted to say. They understand what it's like to be uh, edited like that. And then it's easier for them to accept it once they get into the working world. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I, I what was that? A do-do. Where's that coming? Oh, it's my Siri. I will kill you. Sorry, boys. It's fine. What were we saying? Um, no, I just, I can't remember. Oh, no, he threw his fucking Siri through this whole podcast. He ruined the two-year. CIA. Year. Journalism. Ruined the two-year. Journalism. Oh, yeah, journalism, right. Um, well, I mean, again, if it's like the free press is, you know. Journal, I, sorry. No, no, go ahead. No, no. There's the, they're not held to account, or it's, very few of them are. Like I believe the New York Times will do a retraction if it gets something wrong. But again, you know retractions. Page forty when the story say, ran on the front page. A retraction know? should be retraction should be on the front page. Yeah, page if you get for something page. Wrong, it should be on the front page, or at least page for page. If you put the story on seven, then the retractions run on seven. I think it was uh, like ten years ago. There was a journalist for work of the New York Times that was just making up stories. Yeah, and they did the story about like. If, seem like full transparency but for the most part the news cycle is such a avalanche out of control there's no time to go back oh but even then like think about it they went back and sure full transparency but it's like well that one got like that guy was getting you let that happen well that's it is how did those 10 15 30 stories get through like how many others have gotten through and i know you're gonna roll your eyes in but this uh, um glenn greenwald has not spoken favorably of trump in the past, he's been very <laughs> critical of Trump, right? But well, he's gay. <laughs> I I, th- I don't I think as a journalist, like it, it doesn't matter if he thinks uh, Trump. Yeah, I go on with homophobic. He seemed to like not have a problem with Trump as much as he has with these journalist outlets, the Bidens, like um, the press not setting up for itself. Like well, I think seen. that was his big beef. Was not it had, his big beef was with the press. I didn't see that he had a big. Well, he was really upset that they weren't covering this Biden case. That's again, it's like you can't sacrifice all your morals to try and rid yourself of this guy. In the end, that will just you've become as bad as him. There. What are we doing here? And the and the the news has to report on the truth. Like, but we know these news stations are owned CNN. It's owned by some rich guy who has political allegiances. Like all of this is being fucking, there is no real news. And and again, why do you think it's called the free press? It's because look, the news, they used to have to, it was the law. You had to show the news with no fucking commercials. Yeah. I want to see, I want to see your math, bitch. You know, I'm just saying is why don't, why don't we go back to that? The airwaves are ours. So let's, well, they are for two stations. What do you mean the airwaves are ours? 
Like we own. Could there be uh, fear? Yeah. Could there be fear? Like they were talking about that guy that busted uh, Gentleman Crystal, and he didn't want to. Like he was very careful about what he said about the guy. Remember he he because of the um, volcano he got stuck. Uh, What's well, funny the to base. me? The weirdest. It's such a paradox. Other journalists being like, "Well, now we we won't get we won't get access to other generals." It's like, yeah, but. I don't know. Well, that just shows the self-serving nature of these fucking scumbags that are reporting the truth. Well, no, but it shows like you were going to get you were going to get half access anyway and call that full access. Or you know what? You were going to get full access and print half of it anyway. So what does it matter that you had full access? Like, Whereas bro- this guy's going to print everything that he saw. Brian Williams l- lying about being in a helicopter that took fire. But is it possible that they are being pressured or intimidated? And if that's the case, then... Well, did you read Matt? Did you read? Did you read Matt Taibbi's piece on Glenn Greenwald quitting? Not yet. Either of you? No. Okay. Taibbi. Yeah. Whatever. Taibbi. It's 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 like integrity to the max. No, no. I mean, he was just talking about. He's like, I've. He's like, I work in this industry, so he's like, I understand, um, certain talk from editors. You know, he's like, if you if you pitch a story and the editor is already trying to throw you in different ways, they're never going to print that story. And he was like, so Glenn knew from the beginning that the story wasn't going to get printed, most likely. Well, no, he said, I'll quit if you... They said, this is going to be that. He said, no, no, put it in. And then the push came to shove. So he wanted to see... I mean, I'll say this. It's weird. This is the thing. When he set up this news network, he set it up as unedited news. Why hire an editor then? Just the facts. But that's it. So why hire an editor? Why ha- why give someone it, editorial power? It succeeded and you just can't do everything. And I mean, no, but but think about it. If your if your mission statement from the beginning is we're going to be unedited truth, then why hire someone and give them editorial well, power? You still have to edit the story for like you can't that's, have it going on a million miles. That's also. fine, but that's not editorial power. I'm talking about editorial power is that's not getting printed. Period. I'm not mm-hmm. talking about someone going. We need to cut this part out because it's not the beef of the story. Because well, you still need somebody to run. Because the- he's not the only one doing stories, and he can't be the editor for them. Like, I get it, but it's you're not. But too Kamar, much of work it's unedited. That's what I'm saying. Is you're not supposed to. You're supposed to hire journalists that you believe don't. Okay, need to be. when it started, it was more of a blog. Yeah, I get, but that's what I'm saying. Is, and now it's grown into an organization, and so you have to hire people. And unfortunately, like I, I didn't it, realize he was doing all those stories in Brazil, stuff you don't even know about about that yeah, government I corruption no or something, idea, yeah. or someone else is working for the intercept, which was way more dangerous than the work he was doing here. Well, I mean, he said America's the worst for surveillance and yeah, spying on but people. Not but not for killing people outright. Like Not that. for not. There's shit going on everywhere. So I just think it was, it was too much for him to have oversight. And so he became, he'd rather be a reporter than the boss. But I wasn't talking about oversight, Kamar. I was talking about the whole idea from the beginning is whether it's a blog or it's built up into this, you're... The idea is that you hire journalists that don't need, you don't need to edit their stories. As in, you need to edit them for like you know, yeah. tighten it up, but you don't need to say you're not running this. Like the idea is that you hire a journalist and you let them just run. Well, their- I still don't, I don't think it's Lord of the flies. You know what I mean? I still think but that was the need- idea when it began is that it was you, you, whatever story you thought need to be told, you went out and you told it with as much with a hundred percent truth. Money ruins everything. I mean, clearly, but I'm just saying is I don't understand if his goal was that why do it this way? Why not keep it that way? I just figure. Uh, anyway, whatever it's uh, it's all good. doesn't matter um i can't give you an answer i thought it was interesting when uh 
he said that a healthy society is when you have a government that has total transparency, that you know everything about them to to a point, right? Like they can't give away the secrets of war. National security, like, whatnot. Um, and they know nothing about you or, or the bare minimum about you. Like we're so backwards, you know? We know nothing. They know everything. But this is, just look at that. That That's the way it should be. Ideally. We're flipped like this. We, we just think this is the way it should be, and everybody goes on because nobody knows that this is the way it should be. You know, it's in, sorry, you're going to roll your eyes again, but do you think that maybe unintended consequences Trump helped expose this? Not that he is a white knight that came in and did that, but him having to harp on the fake news and being exposed, oh, all the fake, attacks on him. Fake news, that's what I wanted to talk about. But yeah, no, Sorry, dude. I, I think you the, that could be right, and I don't think it was out of his own doing. I no, think it was no. like a dumb luck consequence. Just like of, Joe didn't mean to uh, submarine the chances of Tulsa Garbard. Uh, <laughs> right, yeah. Um, sorry, go ahead, Matt. And yeah, then sorry. I don't know what I was news. saying. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Um, so when Donald Trump, started talking about fake news everybody thought this is a cop out this guy's just looking for a way to not have to you know everything's fake but there is fake news like so what do you do there because obviously some of what he was saying was just to buy himself space hold on no he won this is a this is this is a ridiculous argument in my opinion just because he's right doesn't mean anything it doesn't mean jack shit he said it at first, strictly because he didn't want any story that had any slanderous information towards him I to said be given any credit. Consequence. So he starts saying fake news, everything. Then it comes out that fucking. I mean, you, we act like we haven't known that the media has been lying to us for a long time. Or, That's the weird thing to me. Or Diablo Avocado. Right from the beginning, he was railing about the fact that he knew that these news outlets were totally out to get him, and they were writing slanderous stories at their whim. But again, there's news that he listens to. So, like, he thinks Sean Hannity is a godsend. He thinks because Fox he News. Because he's highly of him. If Sean Hannity turns so on him, he'll turn on him. This that that narrative can fuck right off. If everyone that's saying negative things about you is all fake news, but anyone singing your praise is real news, then I'm sorry, it's not. Okay, then take Donald Trump out of it. Put in somebody else. Say fake news. We would have still rolled our eyes. But after everything that's happened from 2016 to now. But hold on, fake news, like Simon, think about it. You, you've you been preaching for two months now about winds of change and like the media has been hiding shit forever. So to act like this is new and Donald Trump's uh, like fake news, come on, we've known about fake news forever. You talk about conspiracies all the time. This is... I submit if Hillary Clinton was president, we would not know the extent that we do now have an understanding. Yeah, it's one of those good consequences and of, that's, that's of, of maybe a that's bad thing. Time will tell. I think we're too early to know. Oh, uh, everything will change in two weeks from now. I don't think anything will change two weeks from now. But well, no, more news will come out. You find sure, out the news that you sure. thought was a fact is not. So I didn't know this, but Joe Biden was like responsible for blackballing Snowden and all those other countries. Like he went out of his way to. Well, he ex Snowden. That was his job. I know. I get I, it. Yeah, yeah. Glenn Greenwald him. said that. Yeah. But he's still a fucking douchebag, man. Like, and Trump may be the like, only person who wants to pardon him. It's like Kamala Harris fucking um, but I letting blame people I blame rot Obama in jail so she of can course, keep her record clean, you know? Well, he's just making him do his dirty work. But yeah. that's who I blame would be Obama for sure. But it's weird then if you go further back, then it's Cheney. You don't blame uh, Bush. Bush. I, I don't know. 
I'm not qualified. One of the things he said, if you're 100% right about something, you should have no problem discussing it. I'm not 100% about anything. No, but he's just saying uh, in, in these discussions where people have like, you have an idea that counters a person's other idea, they call you a Nazi, homophobe, transphobic, whatever. There is no discussion. They just say, they just label you. I mean, this runs throughout all the podcasts this week. I just thought that was a point point. If you really believe in what you believe in, you should gladly debate it. You know what I mean? Sure. If you think you're right. Sure. So it's a telltale. Um, Jamie's theory, just back to Hunter Biden's laptop, one last thing. Jamie's theory about it being um, maybe they broke into the cloud, stole the information, and then made up this whole laptop Act. story to 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 have a justifiable reason why they have the information that to me seems more like he dismissed it Glenn, Glenn Greenwald was like no not a possibility I saw blah 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 whatever but I don't know well, the, there's something there that's the problem all these people like they seem to know something that they're not mentioning that it's still not transparent even with the best journalists in the world or maybe just too complex to go and explain Um, four more years of George. Did you see that? Biden was trying to say, "Oh, well, the gaffes, whatever." <laughs> I thought that was funny. Um, no surprise there. What about the uh, comment when he talked about Chuck Schumer on Rachel Maddow saying, "I think Trump's stupid for messing with the deep state or the intelligent communities." That shouldn't be a problem, right? There shouldn't be government agencies that you don't want to mess with. That was such a weird comment. Isn't it? Man. Like, he definitely shouldn't have said that. He shouldn't be, there shouldn't be a position that he could have that opinion. Why? Well, you should say that if that's how you feel. You should let the people know that that's how it, that we're being shouldn't run we know by that? these. Yeah, eight. shouldn't we know that? I guess that's You push that all the time. Yeah, the we, we should know that. Oh, I guess. Unintended yeah, consequence okay. of him Again, saying that. Again, under... It, but I'm if, just saying. Yes, so he's a good guy. We should totally no. He's not, not a good what I'm guy. No, no, he wow. made a fucking mistake. Up, that up was my point. I'm sure he got fired after that. Chuck Schumer's didn't get fired. Whatever. I don't know. He's a senator. Yeah, it's true. Can't get fired. Yeah, I'm just saying that's true. one of those accidental, like transparent things that we should know. That yeah, hey, guess what? But we've known again. We've known that forever. We talk about JF. Joe talks about JFK all the fucking time. But no liberal media is going to zero in on that and say this is a problem it's, it's we're fucked yes we are all i see is kanye and big bold letters and there. then you know all he talked about uh snowden and the biden thing was enough i felt the last half of this episode was just them oh. discussing how great joe rogan is how great the platform is because it, it was that there's a difference between guys or guests on rogan who know him so they have a rapport. They've already talked about a bunch of stuff to people the first time. And then you'll find yourself listening to stuff that's been said before and repetitive points. But it's their first time having conversations, so it's going to happen. Do you think I'm wrong? I think I, most people that go on are just, I don't want to say, are envious of his platform. And it's a confusing thing. Like why is, you know, you look at like Logan Paul. You know, you're like, why did this guy take off? KSI, like, why do these people have PewDiePie? Why? Like, what is it? 
what is it that made, you know what I mean? And it's the same thing with Joe. Like, what was that lightning in the bottle? That's how other people look at it. That's what I'm saying. The like, same way you look at PewDiePie, somebody else will look at Joe. But, but you I'm don't not looking look at, at Joe Pew- like that way. No, I do. I'm saying well, I. Oh, you do. Yes, there's a lot of. Th- of course, I do. What are you nuts? How did he build this? He's a fucking meathead from Boston. Yeah, he's like, not a, a diabolical genius that figured this out. No. But I absolutely can see <laughs> that Joe has more of a chance of like doing this than uh, Logan Paul should have. Do you know what I mean? He had some background, but he could have quit entertainment. He could have quit three years and like, ah, oh, no, no, this is boring. I don't, but even then, hold on. But, but like Logan Paul. Okay. But just let, like, let's say this, at least Logan Paul's like a decent looking kid who came up in that YouTube era. So like, you could argue the same thing that he just saw, like, I'm a decent looking guy who could fucking run with this. And maybe, you know, I'm just saying it's the same kind of weird lightning in a bottle. Like, and I think that when people go on Joe's show, they can't help, but be like, I don't know how, I don't know how you did this. I think one of it was we've talked about before, like he has uh, Fear Factor, UFC. So off the bat, he had a broad spectrum of... He's the perfect Venn diagram for something like this. Eyes on him. He brings And then it just grew there. Instead of if he was just into fighting, then it would just been a more of an MMA-centric podcast instead of comedians. Like they're just so broad. It just worked out perfect. But the question that he's posing is, could this be recreated? And I think the answer is no. And I don't think Joe, I mean, in reflection, could tell you why it worked, but. Well, could but it, be it could be uh, There are other really successful podcasts. But they're, I think they're all mostly organic. Unless they're from a company or um, a network, but they're serial. Oh, recreatable, or whatever. meaning like could NBC right now say, we want to have a podcast that's as good as Joe's. Yeah. And I, and I think the answer is no. And you think the answer is yes? Yeah, I mean, again, I don't think and I don't think CBS could just tomorrow start a, a show that is like Joe Rogan's and have it be as popular. But listen, Michelle Obama came up with a podcast and probably does crazy numbers. So if you have a name, you could all you need is this. If you're someone with a name and you're smart and you have interest in a lot of different things, it's not that tough. You just need the the name to pull in people. Like for fuck's sake, Hillary has a podcast. But like, I bet you those numbers are conflated Tomorrow, who's that fucking who's that lawyer that like <laughs> arab lawyer guy uh ben ali or yeah you know, who, I've who seen interviews YouTube, people but you know what i mean like i don't know who the fuck that guy is he gets some big names on his podcast alex like, rodriguez has a podcast sure but alex rodriguez is like a big name so you know what i mean there's, oh no it, I, I there's like you have to have this this and this yeah or double of this and that again there's no real formula we know that but i think you know, it's like I said to you a couple of weeks ago, the, there's that old saying in photography that a photographer's best friend is access. You know, if you can get somewhere. Closest to the that's stage. It, that's it. That's it. That's all you need. Yes. Side. Then all of a sudden everyone's going to be like, oh, you got those great photos backstage there. Why don't you come here? This, that. I think it's kind of the same thing. I'm not saying, I'm not saying like, oh, anyone could just come along and create what Joe did. Not at all. Not at all. But I'm saying, you know. He's a comedian, so he had a lot of comedians on first, and then he had this interest in like aliens and Bigfoot and ancient civilizations. So he kind of branched out to that, and then he had interest in just how the mind works. But you know. none of the decisions he made were like, if I do this, will be more successful. No, but that's how. But so I, that, this the, the, that's why uh, we like it. That's why it's organic. And I think, like I said at the beginning, we bemoaned his success. It's change and. Um, delayed podcasts and stuff but he has i think the most access well i feel like i can still trust joe rogan the joe rogan podcast despite the brian despite the moving to spotify despite all that i i still don't think he has anybody who is telling him what to do whereas you look at another podcast like take fighter and the kid 
obviously somebody is telling them what to do. Because there's a boss. There's a boss. They kicked Brian off, right? Otherwise, they. I think still Brendan did. I think he's the boss. I, I don't think so. I think they're part of some sort of company or no, something. He, no, they, they were told he couldn't not work there. Yeah, yeah. And so Brendan. Brendan said that. Because I think Brendan would have gone with Brian somewhere else. I think they have a contract. They had to fulfill it. And It's weird that he cried over Dalia but not over Callan. I think he did cry over Callan, didn't he? Uh, I think he's been scoffing and sort of laughing about Like, like he knows something. Anyways, I, I, I think that, I don't know. I think people still trust it. I think they'll all, they trust it. And I think the one thing the three of us have in common is despite uh, outside world media, let's say how bad Joe Rogan, how evil, none of us see that. No. Well, none of us feel like we're engaging in this no. alt-right, like uh, QAnon or, or whatever you want to call it. I just don't see what everyone else who no. hates it sees. If we're shitting on Rogan, it's probably for something that he did. And I love. Not always out of love, but for something that he did, as opposed to some fucking thing we made up that we think he did based on what we think he. Well, is. we don't think he's bad or harmful society or like is 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 dangerous having what whoever he has on whenever. Tulsi, Bernie, and Andrew Yang would all disagree with you. No, Kamar, I don't think he has a dangerous outlet. I don't think. I mean, again, that was I felt that was the most that was the crux of their last part of the conversation. Was does Joe feel like he has some sort of. Uh, obligation given the size of his platform now that was more as well as bigging him up on the size of his platform and i think he realized that and he has to for a long time he could say i'm just a comedian don't fucking listen to me and all of that stuff right but once you get to a certain uh, uh, he is aware now he's become self-aware where before probably not and, and that's not five a years bad, ago he wasn't aware it was just that might be in the wind. that might be a good thing man that doesn't mean he's gonna censor himself it just means he's aware of the situation you know time will tell but i tell you this two weeks ago i was like oh man i do not know what's going on with this podcast like almost fretting and after this week i'm refreshed and looking forward to the next guest. And it'll probably be a disappointing week of people have all seen before, but it's the sum of the work, not just what happens. I just give the guy, I give him a, I give him a pass. He just moved to a new city. It's a fucking lockdown. It's COVID. It's not easy to get. He used to fly people in five by the week. Well, two of we don't them live. were Skype, right? Remote. Well, obviously they agree. Well, not leaving Brazil and Gad is in Montreal. Yeah. But I thought they were seamless. I didn't see any. Uh, no, he's got any down. weird fucking. The Glenn, Gre the Glenn Greenwell one sucked to listen to. Because I listened to it loud because I have shit hearing. And uh, you could really hear like Jamie did his best to turn Glenn's mic down whenever he well, knew he Joe was, was going on. But, as well. No, no. But I just meant you could hear a lot of like background yeah. hum. Like a constant like, mm, you know, that whatever. That's just me nitpicking. Are we done with this? We can be done. We can keep going. I just figured uh, we probably went over on... We're two hours into this podcast. Yeah, so let's so be done. It was a, a great episode. It was a great episode. Ask me what I rate it. What do you rate it? Five. Wow. Had to be heard. It's the other side of the Snowden story. It's a Pulitzer win, Prize winning journalist. I'll never be able to say that correctly. And uh, he's the benchmark. And I, it, it, great listen. And the fact that he quit the next day... Yeah, like pretty, this is real news. And him quitting, that is just fucking like really putting your money where your mouth is. I give this a four and a half. Um, Must listen. Yeah, I give it a five. Two fives and a four and a half. That's That might be the highest. Uh, 
It's up there. Combined rating ever. Well, four and a half for you is a five. So you might as well just call it a five. Must be a six. And he's doing the Lord's work. I mean, no, he's doing the good work. He's doing some work. He's doing the universe's work. It, 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 it like he is a toehold of hope in this landscape of media we can't trust or whatnot. A toehold of hope. And I, and I hope it doesn't come out that he's doing something bad down the road. Because there must be people who, who are, uh, have him in the crosshairs now. Well, yeah. Yep. Time will tell. We're going to take a break, we'll pay some bills, and we'll be right back. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Onnit.com. If you're like me, you wake up in the morning with brain fog, feeling lazy and confused. Your job or jobs require you to be on top of everything, but your mind often slows down, your attention drifts away, and your memory fails. Coffee and prescription meds have failed you, leaving you with jitters and a lack of sleep. Worst of all, it keeps happening when you need to be on top of your game. Lucky for you, Onnit may have the answer. With a team of scientists and researchers, Onnit took the best earth-grown botanicals and created a one-of-a-kind cognitive enhancer called AlphaBrain. It could be the solution you've been looking for. AlphaBrain works. It's been clinically studied to help healthy individuals support memory, focus, and processing speeds, and is made from natural ingredients found in nature. For a limited time, Onnit is giving you a chance to try AlphaBrain free of charge. That's right, I said it free. You just have to pay the shipping. Best of all, if you're not satisfied, you can keep the bottle and Onnit will give you a free refund. You don't even have to call. No hoops, no catch, nothing. It's as easy as could possibly be, entirely risk-free with a 100% money-back guarantee. So go to onnit.com slash J-R-E-E and try it today. That's O-N-N-I-T dot com slash J-R-E-E to try your Alpha Brain trial today. And we're back. Number, come here. 1557. God's sad. Yeah, we got something going here. That's good. Um, He's not a bad guy. Did it feel like it was three hours of God humble bragging? Or asking Joe questions. Now, normally we are critical of that. This was a therapy session. Uh, Well, he hadn't been on in two years. So it's not like a Tom Papa thing, like God keeps popping up. That's but, even worse. Uh, Joe hasn't had a lot of time to get in words edgewise with podcasts like Kanye. Even McConaughey talked a lot. Um, Alex Jones, obviously. Glenn Greenwald. Even though we're critical of it, and he was on there to sell a book, which we're, they didn't really hock the book, so that's a plus. Yep. And I... I I, I just wanted to hear Joe have a discussion. He just, I don't know. Don't you feel like he just thinks he's such good buddies with Joe? He's a Lex Friedman of the North. <laughs> Do you think his wife is like, no, don't let him back. Oh, sorry. Dude, I need a fucking thing. This is crazy. Plexiglass. Do you think his wife is annoyed when he goes on because he won't stop talking about it? Um. Are you asking like when they fuck that night? Is he like call me Joe, baby? No, just, just in one general, time. Call me Joe. We we just mentioned that God's side walks around with uh, his friendship of with Joe Rogan as his badge of honor. Does his become insufferable around his wife? He just is always dropping like humble brags to her. I, I wonder. <laughs> he, I wouldn't put it past him. 
I wouldn't put it past any one of us. I could picture us, like any one of us, if we went on the show, being in line at the 7-Eleven, like, I think I should be first. I was just on the Joe Rogan experience. And I would say people would think I was super annoying. The guy in the $10,000 suit? Like, of course. Exactly. Uh, yes, and it would be annoying. I don't know if he's like that. I think he just, uh, I don't know. He seems like a real family man. Sits at home. It could have been God's podcast with Joe as the guest. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it felt like he was interviewing Joe. But I didn't mind it. Uh, I didn't like it. Um, didn't you give the week like a fucking four and a half? 4.3, and it was all weighed down by... Uh, uh, your math sucks. Yeah, my math sucks. Whatever. Mocha. I don't really... Mocha. Thank you, Kamar. I don't give two shits. Um, math only counts around me. <laughs> no. Math only can... Ass. Close. That'll do it. Um, there's still plenty of good comedians who have never been on Rogan. Nate Bargatze. Hey, that's... You read my fucking shit, I didn't. piece of shit. I actually didn't. I watched his special the other night again. That's honestly why it came up. And he... And, I'm sorry, I see it now. And he was on uh, Bill and Bird's podcast, which made me immediately be like, why has this guy never been on Joe Rogan's podcast? But there's Such a way, nice guy. There's way more than that. There are lots of good comedians who still haven't been on yes. Rogan. Yes. So I don't know if that's Joe holding them out or what the what's the story. Like, because he's had tons of comedians that have been on multiple times who suck. You know what I mean? Well, he says he brings on people that he finds interesting. It's his show. Yeah. He it, finds Ali McCloskey interesting. He finds Nate three. Bargatze. Name three comedians. No, no, I, and I'm not challenging what you're saying, but Nate Bargatze for sure is one. Um, Shane Gillis. Shane Gillis needs to There's be There's definitely a... Dave Chappelle, Eddie Murphy. Dave Eddie Chappelle. Murphy, that's Dave a Dave Chappelle call. has never been on. <laughs> on Joe Rogan. Oh, Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle. What are we sorry. doing here? I, I thought Dave Attell. Dave Attell. Dave Attell's been on. Come on, man. I mean, even then, like Colin Quinn just came on. Yeah, so... Again, there are lots of comedians who have not yet been on Rogan. That's all I'm saying. I would say it's scheduling. Comedians who are making money aren't generally sitting around waiting to be on podcasts. And oh, my God. Speaking of Chappelle, um, he's about to make so much money. They're dropping Netflix. Uh, Netflix is dropping the first two seasons of Chappelle show in November. And it's about to be like, I guarantee you the Does he own it or are they buying it off Comedy Central? Who they, cares? They the resurgence, something because the, of the office. The resurgence they're gonna, that he's going to see because of this. Like it's All the young fucking, people who never saw that's it what I'm because saying, dude, it was on it's DVD gonna be, and not around. And if they, if they like, because uh, it, it was in the 2000s, so the quality is going to be terrible. It won't even be HD. I wonder if they're going to revamp it or I'm something. I'm surprised he's doing that because didn't he stop because people are laughing too hard at the jokes or something? Well, no, there was one joke that they that they aired on the third season like the unaired season, he, he that was the weird thing about Letterman asking because I was like, it's it, you can you can watch the sketch, it's available. <laughs> like when Letterman was like, just what was like because Letterman kept pressing him and I was like, well, he wanted to hear him say it. I, I guess. was like, Dave, go watch the fucking sketch. Dave's in blackface, like he was breaking a story. Yeah. Um, they talked about Jeffrey Tubin. Who uh, remind me? Jeffrey Tubin is a CNN contributor. Got caught jerking off on the Zoom. The Zoom call. We meant to talk it. And they were in defense of him. Well, Joe was just like, I jerk off. Well, no, That's jerking off is fine. Problem. But can't you wait 10 minutes after the meet? Like, it just seemed. Why did he have to jerk off right after the meeting? Exactamundo. Or while the meeting was going on. Well, his he was done. He, he had left. He thought he was not yeah. involved in the Hold meeting on. anymore. You've never been in a meeting and thought to yourself, 
I would much rather be jerking off right now. You can think <laughs> like, that, but you don't actually on. do it. I'm just saying, if if all of a sudden that thought's going through your head and you're at home and no one else is there, you know, I'm just saying. I just heard someone say that he had it. Simon's now on board. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking I would definitely, like, what was going on? Could he still see them but thought he was done? Like he had muted his. Even then, maybe that's his thing. Well, then well, fucking well, get well, a grip, buddy. Well, there's, it's two stories. I think he felt he was out and had an expectation of privacy. Therefore, it's like, do whatever you want. J the D, buddy, if you got to. But if he is actually, ah, uh, you guys can't see me. I'm jerking off to all you on the screen. That is, he doesn't get the pass. I mean, I believe everyone jerks off, so... It's That's not the, only, not the problem. Listen, that you, wasn't the issue. It's no. not an issue of whether everybody jerks off. He's not putting on tr- being put on like trial because of whether he jerks off or doesn't jerk off. He's being put in trial because he was jerking off by an open window while the parade was going on. His timing. You know? Yeah. I mean, come on. You've never been watching a parade. <laughs> <laughs> I get it, Matt. You jerk off all the time at the drop of a hat. You like get shot in your video game, drop your controller and fucking jerk it. They also talked about like why porn is so taboo. Do you think that will change in our lifetime? Because it is so big, yet it's still so not talked about. If you're a porn star, you're lesser than sort of thing. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's, it'll change when um, prostitution and everything is legalized, maybe. It won't change. There's so... Because the, of the religion. Three quarters of the world is very religious yeah but then the, that three quarters isn't watching porn so they don't know what the fuck the conversation oh they're about. watching porn too yeah, that, that's the wild thing they, they want to get rid of it but they're what was well, that's it? a whole different story listen the only people that want to get rid of it are women women watch porn too yeah i'm not saying women don't don't no, get me wrong no men i'm not there. i'm saying even the men that Unless are like super like a, christian a super fundamental Puritanical. those guys are quietly fucking jerking off to the same porn hub shit we are no it's way different but they're fine but you get what i'm off, saying yeah. is it's not like get the fuck out of here yeah no i i agree with you again i'm not saying women don't jerk off and women don't watch porn hub that's not at all what i'm you saying you know it's karen's who are trying to get rid of porn just say it matt there you go I'm sure there's a few Darrens out there too. But I thought the reason is like, because is it competition no, for them? No, you have to be a fucking feminist cuck boy to, you Those know? exist. Those exist. No, Let's be we, serious. We know. Yeah. Joe hates them. <laughs> uh, but no, Kamar, to answer your question, I don't think in our lifetime we will see like a drastic change where pornography is Attitudes all, all of a sudden. Yeah. I mean, think about it. There, there are like, you know, France has like a, they're, most of Europe is pretty open with they nudity. They have nudity in their commercials. That's what I'm saying. They, they, tend to not give a shit. Um, if there's true free speech on platforms, then shouldn't porn be able to be put on there? Yeah, well, there is, I mean, there's porn, porn all Twitter. over Twitter, all over but fucking... not over Instagram, not over Facebook, only on Twitter. Yeah. And you get taken down on those platforms you yeah. aforementioned. And that's just another... Um, I mean, this is the weird thing, though, Simon. Hi, uh, hi, um, Let's keep in mind, this is an important distinction. You can post porn on your Instagram as long as no one flags it. You know what I mean? So like you could post porn the algorithm all day. Is it. That's it. It's it's there's nothing out there saying it's someone needs to flag. I you. never see porn on Instagram. Of course, because most people want to keep someone's flagging. You it. never even see nipples on Instagram. I follow Freddie Gibbs, rapper. He posts uh, a ton of like. So when you go to his stories. 
there's usually 30 of them and they're all just like wild <laughs> uh like it's pretty much like world star and he gets flagged all the time and he's so now when you want to follow him it's like a request thing you know what i mean he, you can't just like open follow that him. seems like the majority are now like someone's screening or, or whatever so they don't yeah have anyone who doesn't want to see what they're seeing flag them I think the thing that uh, could change, like I've said before, is the reality show with the porn. Playboy had that ages ago. Playboy had that in like, like the early We remember 2000s. seeing Love Island and all these things. There was ex-nay the... Like The Bachelor. Wife swap porn edition. What, whatever it is. Everything. You the see true, everything. The true wife swap. And if someone made that show and it got popular enough... That might swing the pendulum. No, but that's what I'm saying. That show could get popular enough because you're hooking the women in with like all the relationship bullshit, and then at the end they bang. Sure, but this is where this is the problem that you're missing is like you could po you could you could make that put it on Pornhub and it might get 40 million views, which buy which on YouTube would make you a star. But the problem is it's on Pornhub. No, oh, no, no. We're going mainstream. Yeah, well, that's but if just what I'm if everyone can't help themselves from watching it, if it's undeniable, yeah, that'd be swinging the pendulum. I mean, listen, naked and afraid. I'm sure you can buy the DVD, and they don't pixelate stuff, and they bang the bears. No, no. God said He doesn't play by the rules. <laughs> is that like the if someone doesn't play by the rules doesn't tell you they don't play by the rules? Am I am I correct in that? He contradicted himself too, which I found weird. He was like, people in institutions of higher learning need to question everything. They need to push back and they need to question everything. And then they got to talking about how uh, the left has gone too crazy. And he's like, they've they they've they gone too far. Too yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? And I was kind of like, I was like, I, I got what he was saying and I was with him for sure. But I was like, listen, I was like, you you're at your attitude earlier about how they need to question everything is kind of how we got here to this. Like, I think it's their intention for questioning. I'm with you. Like it's more to cancel than to get the best idea out there. But how did that start? It started with that whole, like, we need to question every single thing, no matter mocha. what. Sure, mocha. This guy's a rebel. I'm surprised he wasn't wearing a leather jacket and smoking. Oh, I thought you were talking about me. Uh, they talked about Sir Roger Penrose, which we just put out as a Patreon. That was a slight... No, we didn't. Wasn't he the one with the morphic resonating? Nope. Oh, we haven't done him yet. Nope. Who is that? No, we did he the was morph just on. No, no, we did the Morphic Resonance guy. That's a different guy. You pronounced his name well. It was Rupert Sheldrake. Sheldrake. My bad. My bad. Well, yeah. Yeah. Throw that note away. <laughs> Robert Penrose is the guy who just won the Nobel Prize. They, he was just on Rogan. They like just released not too long ago. The funniest is the they tried to contact him. For some reason, they contacted him at 2 a.m. to tell him he had won. And they had to call his neighbor. Why would they contact him at 2 a.m.? Dude, it was so weird. But they have video from his because Nest the camera. Because news leaks out, so they want you to know as soon as possible, maybe. Ah, I'm a Diablo Avocado. Listen, Let the poor man sleep. Here's my thing, though. I don't mind waking up to secondhand good news. I mind waking up to secondhand bad. Like, if I wake up and I check my Google, and it says Matt Floyd's won the Nobel Peace Prize, I'm not like, oh, man, I wish someone had called me last night. That's not... And you're also like, what the fuck did I do? Well, yeah, that. I mean, that'd be <laughs> the bigger like, shock you know, for sure. Yeah. won the prize. Uh, yeah, anyway. Another valuable one on this is um, because it was the God Sod show interviewing Joe Rogan, he got to reflect about Kanye West. And I thought it was funny when Joe said, for a while I was battling to have a Kanye on because I didn't want it to be bad for him. And in everything, 
you guys, like, no one thinks that was good for him except for Joe Rogan and me. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. No, there's probably, no, no. Like, there's three of us at this table. So you represent 33%. Joe was, I would say that 33% of people walked away from that going, I don't know, man. My like problem across the internet. My problem with Joe and Kanye is that, like, I understand as he was saying that, I was like, okay, I get it. I get why you can't push back on him for saying I'm a genius because then you just seem like an asshole. It's if he says something that's incorrect, then you have to push back on. But you also can't just let that guy go out there and railroad like that. It, it, you're not doing anybody any favors, especially if you're trying to make Kanye look good. You didn't do any favors. So it'd be better if Joe had said, yeah, he was a, he was running his mouth. Yeah. Well, he did say that. He said he, he does himself no favor, calls himself a genius and saying his money, but I, I get guess it. he doesn't just, bother me. I don't think, well, here's a perfect fucking example. You can't give Kanye a pass like that and then fucking um, roast um, Blink-182 over the coals, you know? Someone said that. That yeah. is the same thing. That's the exact same. I said that. That I was responding to a guy on. Well, what's Instagram. interesting there, though, is and it turned out Tom DeLonge was right along, so. Maybe Kanye is right along too. Fine, but you can't, like, that's a total double standard. It's inconsistent. I was thinking about Kanye in reflection. I think his ego is so big, he, like, can't respect any man. You know what I mean? No one, no one can tell him nothing, and that's why he's had to go religious to try to be beholden to something because he feels like he's better than everyone. So there's no one I can go to, so I, I need to have God. That's fine. You can justify his unstable living conditions. I don't mind, but the guy's fucking, he's definitely. Maybe his intention to believe in God is to try to keep himself in check. I think that's noble. Maybe it's protection. But hold on. It's not keeping him in check. You realize that, right? Like you listen to that three hour podcast, two hour podcast. He's not in check. He's not hurting anyone. Maybe it's for protection. And like we said, if he becomes president, then you worry. Protection from? From all these factions that are now out to get him. And so he's got the church, uh, the muscle of the church. Hey, maybe he just doesn't want to pay taxes now that he's a billionaire. It's like when you go into prison, you've got to, uh, when you go into prison, you've got to align then yourself he has to start his own religion. I think, I think he's on his way. Yeah. I'm just saying. When you go to prison, you got to align yourself with a faction so you can roll with for protection. This, this is what I'm saying. When you become a crazy genius billionaire who's full of himself. I'm, so about to, I'm about to go against the music industry. I'm about to go against the fashion industry. I'm about to go against the need someone housing on my side. industry, the school industry, and become president. I need a fucking, I need some muscle. You need someone on your side. That's fair. I need to roll deep. Do you think hundreds of women are emailing God Saad saying there just aren't any men out there anymore. What am I going to do? I think God Saad thinks they're all emailing him because they want to have sex with him. And he just has an automatic, I'm so sorry. I'm, I understand taken, your attraction, yes, but like, I'm married. I know I'm the fucking coolest dude in Ontario. Don't get me twisted, but I'm married. I thought it was interesting what he said <laughs> about the homeostasis of victimology. That did. Like uh, sort of Steven Pinker or whatnot. His words, not mine. Of course. But what I understood it to mean is generally younger people are constantly pushing what's wrong so they can see why the world's a bad place. 
you know what I mean? Like we always say the guys you fought in wars would scoff at all this stuff because they had way bigger problems. So as the world gets better, people have to make new things on why to justify their suffering or, or why life isn't fair or whatnot. I'm just trying to figure out how that's the, what did you say? The homeostasis? I did not say that. God said that. I don't know, Kamar. The homeostasis of victimology. I look at it different. I I think we just simply, people used to be embarrassed to be a lot of things. Poor. They used to be like like a scarlet letter that you wrote. Now people are like, that's like something you have to put on your Harvard application form. You know Male what I mean? The, poor? No, but you know what I mean? You have to have something. You have to have struggled. Like, no one wants to see... No one... You know, you're not going to get into a university anymore by being like, oh, I came up in an affluent neighborhood. And, you know, unless your parents are just paying. Like, you're not going to get in. They want... Well, if they pay, they go to jail. There you go. But what I'm saying is you have to... There's now, like, a, a high price on some sort of victimhood, which we've oddly put on and then so it's created and then another generation comes along and they have to create a new well they have to be bigger victims than the last exactly. of course because they're you know well my parents walked 10 miles to school barefoot uphill on glass exactly well i get online bullied while i walk to school yeah i, just, I thought it was on a broken point. glass i mean he really i think he said even though he's selling his book he didn't bring a whole bunch of brand new research it's mostly anecdotal his new book uh well about what was it called it was called the, the parasitic mind yeah it was just all encompassing that but it was more just a conversation between old buddies than trying to hawk his book which i appreciated again yes i do appreciate that too Come let's on. keep in mind though he made masks for his book so he's obviously oh, trying to push his book a little bit I, I feel like his book is like an older idea now it's like a year behind. Yeah, should have come out last year. It's behind, and he couldn't come out on talk about it because it would just be regurgitating shit we had just talked about for the last year. I, I, I don't know. I haven't read it, so I'm not sure about that. <laughs> um, they discuss Joe doing the debate, and you could not have a fact check fact check debate. It'd be like six hours. It'd just be ridiculous. And I know Joe said Lincoln had four-hour speeches, but just you can't do that. Yeah, sure, do again, it though. Why two minutes? Like you cannot get your your idea out in two minutes. That's Tomorrow. too short. But to every statement, fact check, and then go. Oh, Hold like, on, just these guys ridiculous. filibuster for like thirty-six hours. Why not? They can't have a six-hour well, debate. Nobody's watching it, so you'll if you want to see the info, you're gonna have to sit there for thirty-six hours. No, I. But mean, six hours is fine. First of all, the way we digest things now is totally different. You don't have to sit in front of your television for six hours like you used to have to. That's how it used to be. Like in the 90s, if the debate was six hours, you had to sit at your TV from six till midnight and you had no choice. Now It's never been six hours though. But I'm just saying, but now if it is six hours, you can take it in fucking pieces. You can watch it on YouTube. You can watch it on your phone. If it was 10 minutes and in the first two minutes, uh, Joe Biden said, no, I never did that. Somebody could fact check him, like, and then I know, but then you're caught the, up for a half hour on that. Just to, like, it just you, you wouldn't get anywhere. You know what the problem it's is? Simon, ideal, but is I'm after six it. hours, the moderator and everyone watching are like, "Oh, we can't have these guys be president. Yeah. <laughs> no one can tell a fucking single truth." It, then it'd be it a good only thing. works if you go out, you spew your rhetoric for two minutes, nobody questions you, and then you go on to the next question. Yeah. New it's, topic, Alex. It's a noble thought, but it's never going to happen. Yeah. I love how Joe, this is my favorite, that Joe thought that he'd still 
Joe's like, I'll moderate the thing. And that Jamie's still there fact checking. That's ridiculous. I like Jamie would be the fact checker for. I think Joe Rogan speaks for Jamie though. Joe called Jamie his friend so many times more than I've ever, I've never heard him call him his I th- friend. I think that came along with the move. Jamie's like, okay, we're going to move. But now when you say on uh, JRE, I'm your friend, not your producer. I just realized he's ride or die. I'm just joking. No, man. I think, no, but I, maybe it had something to do with maybe after like Kanye, he was like, are we even friends? He said it so many times. It was insane. I, it felt like he was like going out of his yeah, way. He's had to, to say that now that he had Kanye. But on it, it was Jamie all. It was all. Don't in, worry, my buddy. It was all in saying. Glenn Greenwald. It all happened in Glenn Greenwald. Oh, I think it happened. I think he called him his friend like throughout the episode because he was like, "What made you leave L.A.?" And he was like, "Well, you know, my friend Jamie and I both well, agreed that." But Gadsad knows Jamie. He's been on four times. That's I know. what I mean. Glenn Greenwald didn't know anybody. That's why I feel it all. Do you think, think Brian it- is like, "Fuck, I wish I didn't piss you off." Yeah, he never says there. my friend Brian. Yeah, he always says my friend. Brian. I always says I know. my friend. I'm just joking. Sorry. I just I just wonder if uh, Brian lies awake sometimes, like. I wish I was still there or, or he's happy with everything. That's what Brian Callen does for sure. I wonder. I believe that Brian Redman still owns a piece and sleeps at night on piles of cash. I want it. These are all questions I do want to know. Um, do you see where God tried to get Joe to throw Obama on the bus? He was saying Trump is a guy you want to hang out with, but I don't get that from uh, mm-hmm. Obama. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? And Joe's like, no. Well, I he's thought that excellent. was insane too. I was like, I would way rather hang out with Obama than Trump. 10 times Did out of 10. Did you see that three pointer he hits? Yeah. Who? Walk off. Obama. He's just walking out of this gym. The guy throws in the basketball. He steps up, hits a beautiful three-pointer, nothing but net. Just turns around, walks away. Somebody says something. He turns down, pulls his mask down, and just says, yeah, that's how I do, or something like that, and walks out. That's a president. Yeah. (laughs) Meanwhile, Trump. (laughs) Well, the way I would see Trump doing it is, you know when Michael left, is leaving the office? And he wants to do that last throws the see what does he say? He says, um, see on the catch flip side. on the flippity catch, flip. Catch on the flippity flip. That's right. And he throws it about one thousand times. That's what Trump would do. Catch you on the flippity flip. And when he finally gets it and there's it's empty, it's way late at night, and he just <laughs> Do you All think right. it's possible if mainstream media gave Trump credit for something and go, Yeah, I did something, walk away? And that's all they had to do was just, I mean, I doubt it, but could you imagine that's, that's how, because everything they've tried to do has empowered him oh, I see. and built this thing up. But had they just said, yeah, he, he's built quite a bit of the wall. It was like, yeah, I did something. He's all right. Mic drop. If, if that's all he, if that's all I've, he wants. Is I've recognition. built quite a bit of the wall. <laughs> no, but no, but just the way the news goes, he hasn't bit half the yeah. wall he yeah. said he's going to build. He's built most, like, you could just say half empty, half full. Trump just tweets out, okay, I'm out. Give it to Biden. I That's got my all credit. I, ever I got wanted. my credit. Was for CAN to recognize that I built one eighteenth of the wall. You love me. And it was interesting. He asked Joe about Spotify, and that's where we got the Joe said, I've talked to the owner, and it was just. Joe's comfortable enough to have this conversation with God versus maybe someone else. I wonder if Here's, like the owner of YouTube listens to this and is just like, what the fucking fuck? Well, no, it's uh, Jeffrey. It's Jelaine's sister. So That's she's the, too busy I fucking kids. Well, yeah, she's too busy running pedo rings. Exactly. Um, I found it very interesting, though, that Joe spent the whole week bigging Apple up. Yet what? simultaneously was like, I'm going to go over to these guys. 
Well, if Apple has all the money, they could have made a counteroffer, I'm sure. No, they couldn't have. Joe said, I didn't go to anyone for a counteroffer. I took the meeting with Spotify and I took the deal. That's what he said. But we know Apple treats podcasts like a bastard child. They started it and they've never cared about it. And uh, uh, Spotify, everyone's eating their lunch and they don't seem, they just don't seem to care. But it's funny though, because everything that Joe said he liked about iTunes, Spotify does the opposite, basically. I feel like Joe, um, if he knew what he knew then, what he knows now, he might have not done it. No, he would have because of the money. But like, if they had offered him the same deal, maybe he stays with Apple. That was the other interesting thing to to hear him be like, "Yeah, our numbers are way up." I was like, "Yeah, I don't trust those fucking. And, I don't trust those fucking numbers." And one I'd bit. like to know. I'd like to know. Yeah, I don't think that was a profound statement. Of course, they're up. You're on every platform now. Well, yeah, that yeah, I know. Yeah, duh. I love too when the, he was like, "How many downloads do you get?" And he was like, "Hundreds of millions." I was like, "That's the most obvious fucking." It's, of course, he gets hundreds of millions it's of downloads. Such a gross question to ask. God, How much money do you make every year, Joe? No, but, even, but to ask downloads, like, dude, he's done 1,500 episodes. So even if each one got 100,000 or gets 1,000 a month, just do the fucking math. Have you ever listened to Gadsad's podcast? No. No. I don't have enough time in the day. I don't love Gadsad. He really but he talked makes good about points. it like it was a real popular podcast. Well, I think you have to do when you're on Rogan. No, but I wonder if it is like maybe it, just because I haven't listened to it doesn't mean it's not good. What's, what was it called? I want to know what other people, the Godfather. I want to know what is that what it's called? No, but this is what I want to know. I want to know what Gadsad thinks is like a a high download number for his podcast. Who knows? He's well, a rebel without a cause. He doesn't care about the numbers. Yeah, sure. I thought it was interesting when he said that from an evolutionary perspective, women don't have to be funny. Yep. So a funny woman is actually more impressive than a funny guy. A bonus. And I don't think that like women aren't funny. Like I don't fall into that category, but they don't need to be funny. So we have to be funny. Yeah. Especially if we don't face. have a good job. I had to be funny. The sad truth with Gad sad. The sad truth. Five stars, 34 ratings. Wow. Way better than us. We probably have 34 one star ratings. Um, yeah, you want to hear some ratings? No, leave them a one star real quick. No, and don't do that. Give him five on. star. Let's be the bigger <laughs> man. Would you love to see Joe Rogan play one on one with LeBron James? What? Are you kidding me? Joe Rogan is like five foot six. I'd like to see them jujitsu each well, other. Well, this is it. First, they play the one on one, and then they do jujitsu. It'd be fun if Joe. I think he still LeBron still Would wins. Would Joe do better in one on one basketball? Against LeBron, then LeBron, LeBron would, would do, do in jiu-jitsu no. against Rogan. I don't think Joe could dribble a basketball. Like with any sort of, like I can't dribble a basketball, but. The height alone, LeBron would just. Would, it in would jiu-jitsu, be so, you mean? No, I'm talking about in basketball. No, but what in jiu-jitsu? Like, well, in jiu-jitsu, he's a big dude. So like, yeah, I get it. Joe has all the, Joe has a black belt. It would. Yeah. I'm not saying like, I'm just saying he's a big fucking boy. Like if you believe that UFC 1 wasn't rigged. Then look at Hoist Gracie, you know? Yeah. The basketball, That's the of idea course. Of but I'm he just, didn't fight anybody your as question, big as LeBron. Your question was simple. Would LeBron James perform better, better. at jujitsu than yeah. Joe would perform at and basketball? And you think yes. Yes. And you think yes. Because he's just such an athlete. Yeah. Okay. Just the athleticism. Okay. And you're forgetting LeBron James is seven feet tall and has been at the top of the basketball game for 20 years. Here's Joe another, Rogan is five foot eight. It would look funny. I'm choking Here's him another out question. On one of those... Um, Punching bag games. 
Yeah. Who do you think has a harder punch, LeBron James or Joe Rogan? Joe Rogan. Joe's kick over LeBron James. No, punch. punches. Joe Rogan. Jo- LeBron's LeBron just a massive man. You Joe know? Rogan. LeBron James. Really, eh? He trains. He's a better athlete. Joe Rogan trains. Wow, this is great. He's just got punching big, technique. Bigger muscles. Keep going. I don't care. Keep going. Superman or Batman? Superman. Did I not send you that thing? <laughs> yeah. Fucking hilarious. Yeah, that's funny. I like that. It's just hood talk. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, um, he yo, he said some shit about Gotham. <laughs> you're a Superman guy? Um, well, I thought Batman was cooler. Yeah, but Superman kills Batman. Come on, of that course. should never it's even be in powers. The only way that Batman even um comes You're just a rich kid in a suit. <laughs> yeah, the only way he gets to uh to even fight that fight is cuz Mummy and Daddy go out and buy him, well not Mummy and Daddy cuz they're dead, but Alfred goes out and buys him kryptonite, you know? Never dance with the devil in the pale moonlight. Yes, twice. Batman's cooler. Superman's more powerful. Superman well, then I guess the real is question the most is this. Powerful. The real question is this. Superman versus Albert. Alfred. Sorry, Alfred. Albert. <laughs> Albert. Albert, he wins for sure. Alfred, I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. Or Superman versus Thanos. And then you have two dimensions. Yeah, that's a whole thing. That's a whole thing. Okay, go on. Oh, you want me to tell you? I don't know. That's, I, don't I don't know. know if I don't, you, I don't, I don't know, know how. I think Thanos is more powerful than Superman. Would you rather your wife lost her legs or her arms? Mm. Would mm. I rather if my wife lost her no, legs no, 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 no. or her arms? Yeah. Her legs, legs or her arms? Holy A hug shit. is everything. Well, oh, I, yeah, yeah. Her, her legs. Her legs. Yeah. Because you just get her wheels and she can still do almost everything she did before. Well, you but. just get her fake legs. And it opens up a lot of other stuff. But you stuff. can't get her fake arms. There's no, like, you know what I mean? There's no substitute. Yeah, that's weird. It's a no That's brand. not a good question. So Why not? Obvious. So obvious. Okay. Would Sorry. you rather the top half or the bottom half? That's the better question. Of your wife? Yeah. <laughs> Where's the cutoff Mars point? Face. The cutoff point is the belly button. The navel. Yeah. Wow. So you get mouth and everything that goes with it, or you get everything on the bottom. So I'm just curious. With none of the top. The she's, vagina she's, in the butthole. She's still walking around. She like talks we're still out going of her out. asshole. Okay. I, I mean, he, that's a really cool part. I of think her. you do a suicide pact. Just get out of there. Why do you have to endure that? So if she loses her arms, I have to kill myself? No. Or no if she gets cut in half, <laughs> I have to kill myself? Just a pair of legs. Well, the pair of legs is an issue. Like, how do you go out to eat with the pair of legs, you know? And if she's just a top, just how do you stand by her? <laughs> well, you don't even. They go, they sit there, you put your coat on it. Like, is You're the, just having a conversation well, with a coat? Is the pair of legs even talking? That's what I, well, like, he said it talks with the butthole. Annex, or the vagina. I, I I'm not that. sure. But don't you just annex the mouth? Like, you don't have to deal with the mouth if you pick the bottom. And everything that comes with that mouth, which is opinions and talking. That's what I'm saying. So you just have a set of walking mannequin legs and a vagina and butthole. Pretty much. It's like a walking... uh, Oh, then I go with the bottom. Pound of pussy. What are those things called? Fleshlight? Fleshlight. A pound of pussy? That's Simon's new... It's not terrible. (laughs) It's not terrible. I wonder how much the pussy weighs. It's our new sponsor. Huh? I wonder how much the pussy weighs. A third of a pound? The, the, The whole thing in the bits. Well, if a head weighs eight pounds, I would assume that... What a weird question. Why are you asking Wait, are you talking about... Why are you talking about... Hold on. You're talking about how much does just a vagina weigh? Yeah. Why are you asking that, though? Because we were just talking about it. Were we? We were talking about having a whole bottom half with legs and everything. Well, I mean, we got there, so Hannibal Lecter here got to the next part. So, like, So we have to cut just the vagina. Like, what do you think an average cock weighs? Uh, Erect? 
Cock and balls. No, it wouldn't be a wreck because you're cutting it off. Four ounces? You don't think it's like a chicken where if you cut it off hard, it stays hard for a bit? There's more liquid in it. Maybe. There's only one way to find out, Matt. I know what I'm doing. I you got to bob it yourself. Yeah. You got to have someone hold it and step on the scale. <laughs> step on the it. scale. Oh, you want me to go home and weigh it. my Oh, no, I thought that you were saying you were doing No, I, we were going to cut my dick off No, hard. that's a that's way better idea. The bob it Good thing Kamar's here. here, fuck. She want me to go home. Well, I have a digital scale, too. Okay. Couldn't okay. you just put the scale up on the table and lay your cock on the scale? Yeah. That's easier than having some guy hold your cock. Well, but you, but it's still, it's not the weight because you're holding up. So you still, you're, hold, you're still holding up some cock. What do you mean? No, gravity takes over. Just make sure that I'd have to be laying. No, I got to be. I'd have to be laying down. No, it's never works. Never. It's our next YouTube video, but we're gonna have to put. No, no, you know you do. Talking about, of course. I got it. Hold on. Suspend yourself from the ceiling. Those luggage, those things that weigh luggage. A fish scale. Uh, fish scale. No, I think a thing that weighs luggage. You know what I mean? Because it holds just. But then you just just the cock. You guys have seen Mission Impossible, when Tom Cruise is lowered down. You need something like that, and it lowers you right to perfect. So you no, but you're still your being suspended. The, your cock yes, is still being suspended. I think you might have to cut it off. Matt, your cock isn't suspended. Gravity takes your over cock, at that dude, point. Dude, your dick is still suspended. Okay, I'm being... Look, how could I demonstrate this to you? You can't because you're not right. Yes, I am. Look, so do you, you think that if I hold this paper and we put it on a scale, that that's going to be an accurate... You're not holding it and putting it on the scale. Simon, it's still attached to me, right? So like... Right there, the reason it's not falling off my finger. You just have to find that perfect point, man. It's like putting a spoon on top of a triangle or whatever. All right, well, someone listening, please weigh your cock and tell us what it weighs. Or the best way to, the best way to weigh it without having it removed from your body. Play safe out there, guys. There you go. What else you got? Then at the very ending, he talked about his book, about the attack on science, logic, and reason. At the very end, they talked about weighing their balls, and then they said goodbye. And he, a lot of, what's it like to be a comedian? What It, it was just a, the God's Side show with Joe Rogan, but I didn't mind it. And uh, that's it. So we're done with him. Okay. Rate it. Simon. Well, I'm, I'm going to rate it a three and a half. That's what it deserves. And I know it fucks up my. Fair enough. My math. I too am giving it a three and a half. Yeah, that sounds like an agreement. I think it was a good three and a half, solid three and a half. It could have been a higher if he brought in a whole bunch of new stuff, but it was just... It was still God. a good episode. Yeah. Hey, I liked it. I liked the whole week. All right, moving on. Tristan. Breaking with my there's only three a week. Which is over, by the way. Oh, yeah, out the window. Number? Sorry, I was on another thing. I have it. You can't do it. 1558? Tristan Harris. Tristan. No, no. Joe went out of his way to say Tristan. Which means he, he which means they, yeah, which means they introduced himself and he was like, it's actually Tristan. Because my parents are shitty people. First off, going on this, we all agree that social media is out of control. Yeah, just before we go to that, if I'm a Tristan, (laughs) I'm definitely changing my name to Tristan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you listen. Like as soon as I'm of age where my parents can't fuck with me anymore, I would, I would never correct Joe. Even if my name was Tristan, I'd just be like, yeah, Joe Rogan, yeah, Tristan, you got it, buddy. Listen, if your name is Karen and it's spelled with a C, no one, on. no one gives a fuck. Okay? You don't need to tell us. I don't care. That's special, though. I would notice that. I don't give a shit. I've never when... seen a Karen with a C. Nor have That's I. not my point. It's when people... Oh, my God. Fine. Whatever. Yes, I know what you're saying. It's like... Um... 
I know. I can't, I can't think, think of one either. One. Exactly. It's like someone named Siobhan. It's like Remy. Sure. Instead of Remy. Yeah. Do you know how to spell Siobhan, by the way? Yes, Shabon. It's uh, S-H-A-B-O-A-N or something. Close. I think it's S-I-O-B-H-A-N. Something like that. Yeah. Shabon. There's an That's N in there. That's how it's pronounced. So there's an N in there somewhere I missed. Anyway, whatever. Yeah, it's at the end. Yes, Kamar, we all agree that, I mean, I'm not on social media. I had to, I was on Instagram and Reddit this week waiting for a message that I never got, so I deleted them again. That's it. They're trash. They're terrible. And this just confirmed anything you thought, but actually let you know it's worse. I mean, this was just a repeat for anybody who's ever watched. I didn't watch the social drama. But like there's things like I didn't realize that Facebook is dealing with 80 elections a year. Like we always looked at this. The problem is they're fucking with the state and the Americans are hitting each other. But we didn't. I did not realize. I got to stop saying we the far-reaching problems it is around the world. They're influencing elections in countries where they don't even speak the language. I mean, let's be serious. The problem is us. And I mean, we the collective. Like, it's not... Facebook itself is just a place where you can go post your fucking thoughts, a video, whatever, this, that, and the next. So the problem is that people are using it. You're shaking your head? Because I disagree. Okay. The problem is that, I think, the algorithm... Well, that too. Because it doesn't see black or white. It's looking what's giving people attention and just reacting to it. I agree. What I'm saying, though, is like we like. Let's say we create a network in some country, not even like in our country, and we don't realize that there's a a, a portion of our country that can't use it because they don't speak the language or whatever. You know what I mean? You You have no way of fucking knowing that. You just set up a way for people to communicate. I'm not saying they don't influence elections. I'm not saying that. That's not what I'm fucking saying. I'm just saying... At the base level, we are the fucking problem. All of us. Well, I mean, and we choose to be on this fucking shit. This is what he said, and this is that we are the only solution. In this, yeah, as Joe asked. But I mean, we are worried about neighbors not talking to each other. In other countries, it's getting people killed. It seems like the best way to have it is the government control it for unity. But that just sounds completely evil. But hold on, which government? Well, in China, government controls it, so they have less. Um, yeah, yeah, but this is, factions. this is what I'm saying, though, is you could have a government control Facebook and they could immediately wipe out half the country. See what I'm saying is like, that's <laughs> I'm not who aren't even on Facebook. That's the crazy. That's what I'm part. saying. Yeah. But even then, like, the you know, and then my question is this. Do you really want the U.S. to be in charge of? I mean, that no, seems I, also you didn't let me finish. I said okay, it sorry. seems like the only way to do it is the government. And that's just crazy. Like the only solution is us. Yeah. To, to put the fucking shit down. I, or some sort of government intervention in the freedom of speech or whatever. But it's it's just the fact that this is algorithm that has no personality. It has biases that, say, the programmers put in it. But it's not, it doesn't have intent. 2012, that was the year it was put in. The algorithm. Yeah. And look at what it's Joe done. was right. The Mayans were right. Oh yeah, that was a great call. Yeah, that that was that was world. the end of the world right there. I don't know if I coined this phrase, but before there was a hot war, then we're going through the cold war. I think we're in the middle of a code war. A code war, good one. You think you coined that? I don't know. I'm saying it here. Maybe you may have heard it before. I'm sure we're gonna find out that there was a 1950s sci-fi novel called Code War. Oh, well, there are definitely books called Code Wars. <laughs> There's that's a hundred percent. But we're applying the algorithm codes. Like yeah. it's. 
it's the enemy that you can't see. It's it's worse than a virus. And it, it seems like this when, when I'm listening to this, this guy's blowing a whistle or something. Like this is, but it's, it's common knowledge. Like he's not saying they're doing anything illegal. It's just a fact of the matter is. He said their their business model is addiction. The other thing that has a business model of addiction is drugs. We all have a, the government has a problem with drugs, but they don't have a problem with this. You know what I mean? It's just. But the government does and doesn't have a problem with drugs. Cigarettes are legal. Alcohol's legal. Like there's a lot, cho- you know. Drugs were drugs. legal till yeah, enough shit true. went wrong or it's whatever. True. They had a reason to. That's what I'm saying is it's a, we get into these weird fucking gray areas where the government steps in on some shit and then it doesn't on others. And I'm not like, listen. Yeah, listen, Social it's media always is on terrible. who's padding their pockets yeah. because the government is gross. Of course. And they're so corrupt because they're totally in bed with these things that are trying to uh, either keep things banned or bring them to the light, you know? But it's never bring them to the light. It's always keep them banned. But that's what I was saying is like, you know, if you you start saying, okay, the, the Myanmar government is in charge of Facebook, like that could be fucking, that could be trouble real quick. No, it, it's horror. There's no way out. That's all I was saying. I wasn't actually saying we need government to start running Facebook or whatever. The real scary thing was that Facebook basics. That shit is fucking scary. And I actually saw that when I was in Thailand. I just didn't know what the fuck it was. Because every every cell phone I saw advertised was like free Facebook. And I was like, what does that mean, free Facebook? And I remember someone explaining it to me. They were like, when you buy the phone, you can use Facebook for free. And I was just, I still, like, I remember being like, I don't understand this. Like, what are you talking about? But now that I understand what it's about, like I was like, if that's you're fucking- an alien and you come down, it's like it's diabolical, and that the platforms want to make it. Their selling point is on our platform. You have the best chance to be viral and famous and be rich. Like it's such a casino, pulling people in, and you don't have to pay money. You just have to give us your data and your attention. It was interesting how he was talking about Taiwan. And how in Taiwan, the way something gets boosted up is if... If two people who disagree, disagree find a find middle a, ground. Then that pushes it to the top. That's fucking brilliant. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And that's like, not wanted on. around these parts. Well, obviously not. It's not wanted around but these it just, parts. It just goes to show you that there is, there is another option to just burning it to the ground, I guess, is there's, you know, ways to change... Social media in itself probably isn't the problem. It's the algorithm, like you said, that's the problem. It's these people created something evil within something good, and it's just now been taken over like a... I think it's just more the parameters. Like an alien would take over its host, you know? Yeah, but hold on. So I'm going to go back to it. The reason I said we're the problem is because that we've... I'm trying to think of an example. Oh, think about like uh, codeine and promethazine. It was cough syrup for the longest time, and it was it worked. And people had no problem with it. And then somewhere along the line, someone figured, like Quaaludes, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't that they were a bad drug or that they didn't do the fucking job as intended. We just got our hands on them and we abused the shit out of them to the point where all of a sudden it was like, we have to get rid of this. Now a bottle of codeine and promethazine that used to be like $5 goes for like four grand. It's insane. So I go back to it. Like, again, I think these things are insidious and the way they're built is obviously a problem, but... We need to figure out a better way to deal with everything we deal with and what's, each other. What's interesting with the example, though, is they just stopped making quaaludes. They yeah. were able to actually just, like, it wasn't a plant. It had to be uh, manufactured, and they said, you can't make these anymore. But, like, weed, the, it makes you whatever because that's how it comes out. Coke 
does something to you because of something they put in it. What do you mean? What do they put in Coke? I don't know. Some maybe Coke is a bad example. Um, well, they don't put anything in Coke. It is a bad example. I mean, it gets cut oh, once good. you get to it, but once pure cocaine is literally just gasoline and fucking the the paste that comes off the cocoa leaf. That's it. Okay. What about heroin? Heroin is just you take the poppy, you slice down the poppy, it bleeds out this goop. You collect the goop, yeah, you I dry guess, the goop. I guess I, I just think that's don't, opium. I, I think heroin might have. Well, some that's the same to pretty it. much thing. I I just can't believe that when they um, are making like a pill to duplicate the plant, that it's going to come out without them adding some shit to it. That probably makes it way more addictive. Or it gives them or, the ability to know, patent it. They want you to keep having to take it, right? So Sure, but my point is like heroin, you know, that that was a good that's a good example of something that like was used in the ancient times for, you know, pain relief or whatever the fuck this well, that so the next. Was coke. But again, people abused the shit of it. There was opium dens everywhere and people were just fucked up beyond. But that's what I'm saying is that I, I just feel like they're being aided in that the same way they're being aided in the social media. Like it's not just that humans are fucking terrible. Agreed, we are, and we'll get addicted to everything. I also agree with that, be it hunting or whatever we like, we get addicted to, but they're like going out of their way to take that and rev it up to the nth degree, you know? That's my contention anyways. Sure, I just, again, you know, we casinos are legal and they do the exact same thing. Yeah, and I don't love the way that casinos operate. We rail against sure. it all the time. The house has the advantage. They fucking make it dark. They don't show you clocks. They use every dirty trick in the book. The problem is that, you know, sometimes you win, so you feel good about it. But that's but what I'm saying. It is doesn't mean nothing, that what they're doing is right. I get it, right. but there's nothing compelling you to walk in the door. Is that the? I mean, there's nothing that says you have to go into the casino once a month. There's nothing that says that. Nothing. Yeah. You choose to, but that's what I'm saying, Simon, is like, well, there's I've, nothing saying that you have to go on to Facebook. But that's what I'm saying is it, I've made a conscious choice. Like uh, what I'm saying is there's a lot of people that do choose to just avoid yeah, this stuff. There and are. And it's super easy for adults to say that I feel. And it's a lot harder for kids to say that. Like, I think this discussion isn't about us. It's not about whether you and I are addicted to Facebook or not. It's whether like my son is or the younger kids are because sure. th Even those the are the ones who can't fight back. You yeah. know? No, it's all of us. Cause he it's said he's fully aware and he's even addicted. My biggest problem is how do you spread the message of the importance of changing this without social media? Well, you can, it's a really like a, a double edged sword, man. A catch twenty two. To fix social media, you need social media. It's a total catch twenty two. I mean, you, you don't if like um, on the radio, flyers, just re like to communicate the importance that we on have to podcasts on the podcasts. news. It still exists. Like there would be ways to do it. We are not so bound to these fucking things yet. But well, hold on, that, still the but wait. internet. This is my point though, Kamar. Is if enough of us just stop using it, yeah. then other people will be like, "This isn't as fun because there aren't." Like, think about the people that are just there to shitpost and just there to piss people off. If there's Trolls. no one there to engage with, all of a sudden they're just saying, they're like, fuck, well, this is no fun for me anymore. And I said it all along. If you only need like a hundred really big celebrities to say, Twitter is not fucking cool anymore, period. We're all, going to Snapchat. All the comedians start making jokes about Twitter. Like, whatever it is, you can do it. This can be done, but those people are the same people who have money invested in these fucking megaliths, you know? Well, the problem, though, is that a lot of people make money. Like Joe, for example. Joe sat there and shat on Facebook and Twitter and then was like, I use Instagram. And I'm like, well, it's owned by Facebook. Well, and it's still, you know what I mean? But he also, think about the amount of money Joe probably makes yeah. annually off his Instagram. Oh, no, no. Glenn Greenwald actually called him on it. He said, you know, you're not excluded from that. You're part of this. You're... 
he is like of course. Uh, of course he is he's but we biggest... all take this position of the on the outside looking in i think it's a natural tendency for everyone to do like everyone else but it's not me but i'm involved as long as i'm on facebook and stuff yeah I, i'm not on the outside i'm well it's like the whole voting argument right like you say to yourself my vote isn't going to make a difference and it probably doesn't but if Don't. everybody says that, then of course nobody's vote is going to make a difference. The cool well, like, but again, it's like anything. It's like people tweeting Black Lives Matter on a phone made by a slave. And you could argue that if you go far enough down the line as to how that phone's made, it's black people in a fucking mine in the Congo. So A lot of drugs you can't do. You've killed someone. You know, that, every, that, almost that, every drug. That line. Every, <laughs> I would say other than weed, and weed actually fuels a lot of fucking Even bad then. shit and too. every drug you smoke or buy probably aids in some sort of like um i'm telling you if you watch trafficking sex trafficking as well inadvertently yeah, if yeah. you watch that drug thing that i watched on netflix that limited series i was telling you about it's it, it's literally like every drug you buy fuels some fucking heinous shit that you want no piece of no piece of well, we and if you knew sorry. if that if like if the cocaine packaging if cocaine came in a package that had like a beheaded mexican hanging from a a bridge you would probably still do it like surgeon general warning exactly you know what i mean we have a weird disconnect uh especially north america definitely well especially with things you like because no one thinks they're a bad person i mean even weed you know we you know now that it's legal you could argue you know it's only 50 percent. but it's like more the black ethical. market the black market definitely fuels some really terrible shit they're selling weed to buy guns to run their cocaine or whatever. but us legalizing it that should make the difference you know well, it's going to start. It's no, a start. I, yeah. I, I know, but yeah. that's that's putting your money where your mouth is. Yeah. Don't fucking talk about it. Do it. Yeah. Do you guys remember when Kanye said there's only a billion people on the internet, nine billion people? Yeah. You should have been fact-checking on that because they said that Facebook deleted 5.4 billion accounts. Fake accounts. Some of them were fake. Well, either way, but come on. My point being is if there's 100,000, that's one thing. 5.4 billion. Yeah, but think of how many of those are abandoned Russian accounts that they just fucked off on. You yeah. know what I mean? Like and, uh, the fact that they exist, like it's there's a hundred and what ninety eight countries. So at one point were they claiming that as their total users, and then all of a sudden they have to like for, change for, that for, by um, a third or advertisers or whatnot. Yeah. Who Do you not knows remember? the numbers? I don't know if you remember. There was like there's been a few. They call them the Great Instagram Purges, and it's whenever. Instagram does it a couple times a year. They did one big one a few years ago. Like it was the first time they had ever really done it. For they, bots. Were, they take yeah. out the dummy account. They were like, we're going to get rid of every bot bullshit account. This one guy, this one guy lost 2.4 million followers. He went from like 2.4 million to like 10,000. Was, was an accident. Was legitimate or? It no, was no. It, it was, he just, no, no, no. He was, he was a legitimate person who had just purchased all of his followers from, you know, a company where you're like, give me 10,000. Yeah, that's a problem when you're doing those blanket uh, purges, you know? You know what's even crazier? No, he got he kept his account. The point is, none of his followers were real. So oh, his I account see. remained. Gotcha. That they touched on in this is now there's forget this guy. There's actual virtual influencers. Yeah, that's, that's so weird. So, and people like like it's her like it's. But I mean, I remember seeing this. I remember seeing this two years ago or last year that they created. They had AI create classical music. Because, you know, there's no lyrics. It's it's just sounds, right? And then they played the classical music to random people with other with real classical music. And I think by the end of it, like, most people preferred 
the AI made classical music to anything we had made. Wait till your favorite rap song is made by a program. Like, I bet you sit here saying that's not possible. I wouldn't say that. Why would I? I would never say that. Oh, no. I, I mean, think I about know. it. If I think we're living in a simulation right now, then absolutely everything made. Everything is, is made. You know what I mean? So it's, it's not that far a stretch for me. That's but to fair. answer your question, Kamar, if AI can create classical music that most people think is better, then there's no reason it couldn't think up like rhyme patterns, for example. I would assume that, a, that AI could create rhyme patterns. But the challenge would be the experience. That's where it lies, yes. See, that's the, diff the difference in classical music is it's all just like a violin, a piano can be played perfectly by AI. There's something to be said about the lit, the live, the emotion, the, the life lived. Yeah, but a classical musician wouldn't say that. They'd say that my life. And it trust all me, they did. Through, yeah, you know. Yeah, but again, I would sit here and say, like, I don't know if you could write all that I got is you by Ghostface. Like, I don't know that an AI could write that. I just don't. But we're already past the point where people are buying into this. Yeah. But it could write, I want to hold your hand. Maybe, yeah. And companies like these virtual influencers because they're infallible. They're not going to have a Me Too moment or turn out they're doing stuff, you know what I mean? I mean unless it's connected to the creator, but it's it should not be welcomed with open arms. How many times this week did Joe say, I don't see a way out? I thought that was a little sobering. But this guy said, you know what, there is. And it starts with everybody saying, one day a week, I'm not going to do it. Digital Sabbath. And that's really interesting because on a digital Sabbath, that hits them where it counts in their pockets. That's a lot of users. What did he say? He said um, he gave a number. It's more than 5.4 billion. But this was my, this was my contention from he the beginning. He said it was like a third. It could hurt them by a third. This is what I've been saying. That doesn't make sense. 30, 33%. Yeah, 33%. I think he said 15%. Either way... Said. Let's start with one, and then we do two. You know what I mean? Nobody uses their Spread the word. phones are we on the what, weekend. When are we going to do it? But Simon, this was my point, is this is where I actually think the market could fix it, is like, instead of having the government step in and regulate these guys, if we all just fucked off, they would immediately change the way they do But we hate know, each we other because these algorithms have, have to, made us so divided. We have to agree I understand to that too. That. But yeah, no, it's, it's crazy, right? I just refuse to believe that we don't have the fucking power as, as, as far as we've gotten to just these things we've created... It just doesn't make sense. You to do. Me. You have to fight the machine, and it doesn't seem like a fight worth having because the machine isn't like literally um, killing your children. Who's Cumrag is sitting it, in the middle of the fucking? It could be. He slides it back to the middle. It could be. You know what I mean? It's just a different way they're doing it. If it was, if these social media platforms were like legitimate entities out there, like forcing your kids to do things we would never have it but because it's happening behind the curtain we're just all okay with it well i thought the best analogy you gave was the frog in the boiling water like if you throw a frog in the boiling water it jumps out okay. if you yeah, put you it in cold water turn it up turn on before you know it you got a boiled frog and we're we're in the midst of that we're, we're arguing about or saying what we think needs to be right. Well, except for you, but on some way being influenced by it. No, no, listen, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sitting here like I'm better than everyone. No, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not saying that. You just stated that you'd stop. So it's like, you're doing more than I am for, I, for me to sit here and be critical of it. But again, Kamar, I just noticed like even Instagram, even checking Instagram for 30 minutes a day, an hour a day was just bumming me out. And I was like, I just, I, I started saying, why, why is this bumming me out? What about like, I like taking photos. And that's really what it's supposed to be, right? Is and a, a, what about, uh, I just don't want this to come off the wrong way, but like posting a photo and getting two likes. Like you shouldn't even want to 
know or not or be affected by it. I mean, I'll I mean? say this. I've never deleted a photo. Well, no, but a lot of people do that. They'll post a photo if that they they'll likes. post a photo that they that they thought was postable, and then when it only gets fifteen likes, they're like, no, 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 no. Well, so I'm an example because I don't get any likes. It might have been the same for two years, so I don't have any expectation or I mean, live for the likes. Yeah, I mean, I just noticed that like it wasn't the likes. It wasn't even that. I, it was times where I like I would go. I I'd counted one. Like the winter, I never took photos. So last year in the winter, I posted like six photos, but I was on Instagram a ton. So you know what I mean? It's not even that you're posting or looking for likes. It's just that you're looking at other shit. Like it's even like you see something and keeping up with the Johnsons. Is that it? Is that it? The Smiths? Whatever. It's keeping up with the, the Jones. The Joneses. That's it. Thank you. I'm a fucking moron. Uh, just that, you know, seeing your friend, like maybe your friend went on a trip and like, you're just like, why am I not on a trip? Who uh, does Joe always talk about that says Ava Bagita? I am death, hear me now, whatever. Oh, uh, is it Oppenheimer? Yeah. yeah. So the, whoever fucking invented the like button is an Oppenheimer. <laughs> he must have hit the code to start up because I have become envy or, or whatever, like, or no, didn't even know. But that's what I'm saying. There's no way he knew. There's what, like, when you create the nuke, you know what you've done. When you create the like button, you're just, you're like, hey, this is a fucking neat little thing. Now people, now I can know if someone enjoyed that I'm eating ramen. That's looking at it very naively, maybe, and fun. Like, that's the nice way to look at it. Or that guy knew exactly what he was doing. I just know so exactly many moving what they parts. were doing from the start. It, it all comes together as a sum. Like, we're giving them too much credit, I think, that it was, like, a good thing turned bad. Let I don't me think tell it was you, ever a good hold thing. Hold on. I think it was bad on. from the start. I feel like hold it's the on. same thing as Joe Rogan as a podcast. It just got big. It just it went this way, and we thought we are going to get this done, and that turned maybe, out this. That's what I'm saying. Maybe. Simon, this isn't a legacy. It's out of control. It's not a legacy company. I don't think I think you're giving them too much credit. You're you're giving these companies like ten years to figure out how to take over the world, and I give them far less credit. I eight. think they fell into a eight whatever. I think they fell into a lot of this by accident, and I think again, I think the guy that made the like button might. You never know. I don't think he's like the McNugget guy. Never mind. But I think the guy he's that made the, the Oppenheimer. Fine, he might be, but I think at the time, Simon, I truly believe he was like, oh, I just thought of something that could be cool to add. And then eventually they were like, hey, we can weaponize the shit out of this. And that's what happened. Yep. Weaponize. That's, that's you total, made self-esteem totally go possible. nuclear. That's totally possible, man. I'm just saying that seems more likely to me. But however, you could be right. They must I'm, have just, to... I'm just saying, Simon, it, it feels to me like these nefarious companies that we look at need a much longer period to figure this shit out. Maybe you could argue that they have all of our data and that they figured it out this quick. Maybe. And if they're, Maybe working, right. if they're working for a company uh, getting money for research and development... They're, it's not just spaghetti against the wall. They're like, we're going to make this like button. It's going to do this. They have to present a case to, to make whatever they're doing. I mean, keep in mind, Joe talks about Apple all the time. Like they're a technology company. He salutes Apple. Well, yeah. I mean, again, you could say they at least create products. Facebook hardware. Doesn't. Yes. Like when you go to Apple and give them money, they're at least usually handing you something in return and they've even podcast out for free whereas twitter and the, they're not handing you shit if somebody's giving you something for free then you're the product That's i mean even quote. then even then you're still a product with apple and all it's that. not mine i know as we know it was from this it was from the social dilemma oh uh, it's we almost done the episode i was thinking we gotta do the movie game get out of here um the social the network oh <laughs> the net with sandra, sandra bullock, bullock yeah oh my I never saw it. What? It's the movie game. Yeah, this was a bit of a downer, but very interesting. And the whole time I was like, Joe could have anyone on this show now. 
Matt and Simon go head-to-head to find out the budget and the gross of a movie. This week we're going to do social network, which really has just blown up so fast. No one could predict this. Predict this. I'm ready. You're already ready. Holy shit. Well, for a year. We do the year first. So I have a year. That's it. Starring Jesse Eisenberg, Andrew Garfield, who went on to be Spider-Man. Okay. Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake, Army Hammer, and Max Mayhalla. What year do you have, Simon? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh Uh-oh. Music by Trent Reznor. The soundtrack was amazing. Simon, you know who Trent Reznor is? Yeah, he's from Tool. Yes, now you're getting your music. Is that down. right? No. Oh. Oh, I thought you were saying that like because- 2013. <laughs> Lie to me. I have 2012. Oh god, it's 2010. That's too bad. That's too bad. That's what I had first. That's so fucking. And do you bad. remember in the Social Network when they're dramatizing them getting together like a million schools, like you know, it was a billion. So they were talking on such a big scale on that, and it's way bigger than that. They did. They- well, we, we have that movie to reference what they thought they were doing. Yeah, but it's Hollywood. I, I also wonder how Facebook would be if the Winklevoss twins owned it. And it's like or the, ran it. the more you run these social networks, the more data that you see, the more patterns you recognize, and then you implement things to exploit those opportunities. Okay, I'm ready. But the digital Sabbath is, the, it, is one thing. It'd be cool if we could all get together and do that. Oh, fuck. I wrote in the wrong spot. So 2010. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, you go first. Uh, I said it cost 35 million, and it made 210. Well, we're really close, Maddie. I said it cost 27 million, and it made 187. Like it wants to kill you. Got to give this one to Maddie. Budget 40 million. Box office 224.9 million. Oh, nice, Maddie. Really dialed in lately. I'm just on IMDb really in my spare time. Just fuck. <laughs> so well, he's off of Instagram and shit. So he does have all that. Yeah, I have this extra screen time to but to waste. I'd be surprised if on, I uh, don't hear Joe echo this podcast for the next couple of weeks. Oh, for like, sure. I think it impacted him and for the next year. Oh, oh, oh well, he has to. Till, there's a change if he. Well, when's the election? No Is pressure it tonight? on him. No, the third. It's on Tuesday when this comes out. It's tonight. It's tonight. But in the future. Well, what if they're listening to this Wednesday? It was last night. <laughs> and if you're listening to this in January, it was uh, three months ago. And it's still in dispute. But yeah, that, that's why we'll do it in the post show, our quick election recap predictions, whatnot. I, I was hoping to hear way more uh, concrete solutions besides, like you said, it's us and how you get everyone to do something without using social media. It's... It really seemed, oh, it was a Matrix moment, them comparing it to uh, pollution. You know, you bring up a good point. It seems like a lot of people that come on Joe Rogan are presenting the world's problems, and it's very rare that they have um, a plausible or implementable solution. Like, Greg, like you get seasteading and fucking Glenn all. Greg Wall going <laughs> into how to fix journalism. Like, did he, that's what I'm saying is I, I didn't I got that it was bad but I didn't get that it was going to get better or that he had any solutions I think the majority of them is like there's got to be a pushback at universities for bad ideas uh, canceling other ideas like it sort of like all falls downhill because that's who's making all this code and working on this stuff 
Well, I don't know if Joe's playing Diablo Avocado or if this is something he really believes that we're like just on a stage in evolution to get to become robots, right? Like we're, this is just part of it. That this, makes you be at ease. Well, I, I don't think so at all. I look at it totally differently, but I just, is that what you think? Yeah, natural's natural. Except that this is how it's going to happen. Who who knew? Who knew how we, did you see there's an electric Hummer? Yeah. What a waste. I think the scariest thing that anyone said recently, and we, okay. we, we kind of breezed over, it was, uh, I can't remember who it was. It was either last week or the week before, but someone said that uh, they pulled young kids and um, like for the first time ever, free speech is like not that high on, the, they're not, they don't care about it. It's not like the most important thing. Yeah. Like if it was their amendment, it would be like the fifth or sixth, if it was even on there. We've been raised... When we were young, that free speech was the, the most important thing. The be all and end all, yeah. So we're both human yeah, beings, it. but we have different sort of pr perspectives on yeah. big issues. Well, and that you have to protect bad speech because one day they will come for yours. If you don't, There's no, yeah, I don't know. What I was trying to say with the electric car is like, there may be all electric 50 years from now, but it takes that long. We may just become cyborgs. And it happens in these weird ways. And it is what's meant to be in the best way for us to survive. Yeah, and I think we should fight that at all costs. That's where Joe and I disagree, obviously. Or start up your seastead. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. And I, if, we might already be so far too far. You know? My favorite would be if Simon found out that aliens were us in cyborg form and that we actually cyborgs built the pyramids. Oof, that'd be a tough pill to swallow. Then aliens would have built the pyramids. It would have so aliens did build the pyramids, but it's us as cyborgs from the past. A lot. That's a lot. That is a lot. <laughs> that is a lot. I feel like we're fortunate that we're older that we can basically insulate ourselves from the world. But I mean, young people, it's just the thing to do. What everyone's doing. I also think that forever, whatever generation you grow up in, there's always people yelling that this is the end and this is the worst. And I read an article the other day that was talking about how. Um, what was it? It was an article from like the late 1800s and it was like this new thing is going to be the thing that rots the minds of children and it's going to keep them indoors all day and it's going to be the end of civilization as we know it. It was chess. 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 Have you seen the Queen Gambit? Mary's, Mary loved, first of all, Mary's hooked on chess. It it's is really not a fucking true story. No, it, it only is good if it's a true story. The, the second I heard that, I said, I've wasted all of this time. This but, is so fucking stupid. Okay, separate that, separate that. No, I can't. Please. I refuse. Do you think that chess was more popular at a time? Yeah, it was like- um, It was big. It was football. And chess is still being played, but you never watch ESPN like the- I mean, it's out there, but it's fringe. Well, because now that a computer can win, it's like, what's the point? I mean, it's weird to say it's fringe, though, because like we live, you know, Ottawa's a weird place. Like when I lived in New York, you see, you, I saw tons of chess being played. Well, it, fucking tons. Because the rules are universal. Of course, yeah, and you can speak any language. There's no, there's no barrier there. As long as you know the rules, you can sit down. But I'm telling you, like, I think there's. If it's big as it's ever been, but just no, I don't, the world's I, more I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that, Kamar. I'm not saying it's as big as it was in like the fucking 60s or whatever. I'm just saying that I think there are, it is maybe somewhat niche, but there's definitely still a lot of people that play chess. Well, chess is not as bad as social media. No, God, no. 
My point and is, it just, was, well, you said it was going to ruin. It was well that in the 1800s they were like, this is the thing that's going to be. This will rot the mind of the children. It will keep everyone indoors. The, the difference was that you know back then you, I get it. There was you no had algorithm to yell it running. from the the mountaintops. I understand. You know? Simon. Now you just get on your fucking computer and you say, I hate chess. Yeah, Rook I'm, four, queen five. You can tell he plays a lot. <laughs> that means nothing. What I just said. Oh, might. I used to know how to play. I mean, I still know how to play, but you you got to go, and it takes time. You can't rush a chess game like that's why I always lose. I thought that was a I thought it was a fucking true story I was watching. But why does it bother you that it's not? Just out of curiosity. Because then there was no woman chess player who was beating all the men. It's yeah, just a made up story. You, I believe there is someone out there somewhere. Made up. It was based on a conglomeration on a bunch of chess players. They didn't even say whether any of them were women. The weirdest thing is <laughs> have you ever seen uh so it's based on a bunch of men and they just slap the woman's fucking like that. It is so unfactual. It's crazy. What's that uh, Christmas movie? The British Christmas movie. Actually, maybe or love. Actually, maybe you've never seen it. No love. Actually, I've heard I that. It's, it's a, I it's know a it exists. Classic. Okay. Okay. But if you haven't like, it, it's a really good movie and it it's has a British the, Christmas film. It has the guy from um, Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant's in it. He plays the prime minister. Of course he's in it. What's the one with the zombies? I've seen it. I've seen Zombieland. it. Zombieland? Oh, no. no. I know what you're talking about. The, the sheriff, pug. the Simon, rugged guy. Simon Pug? The, the, no, the... Uh, the guy with the beard. He was a sheriff in it. He started. He wakes up and starts the series. Yeah, Simon Pegg. Walking Dead. Name? Walking Dead. Oh, that guy. The sheriff it's, in The Walking oh, Dead. Yeah, yeah. Simon something? Is I he don't know a what Simon? His, I don't no, know. He plays this British guy. Liam Neeson's in it. But anyways... He, he has a little kid that's shy and sort of feeble. He plays the outlaw chess champion in the Queen's Gambit. You know, the guy walks around like uh, Indiana Jones With the stuff. long hair? Couldn't buy that. Like, whatever you say, you can't buy it because it's not a real story. That guy being that guy. That guy didn't exist. That's where they draw the line. That only makes sense if there was really a guy who was a chess guy who had the long hair. With the You were a fan of Game of Thrones, right? Oh, don't start this. Well, I just have bad news. Like that, uh, there's I, a good chance that didn't happen. You know what, Matt? That's not at all the same thing. Okay. At all the same thing. Okay. Okay. It's a fictional story about a chess player and no. Okay. I, I, that would be fine. That's, it's fine to tell a fictional story. I just, my own fault. Yeah. I was under the assumption that it was a true story. Okay. So when I heard that it wasn't true, I was just like, well, Fair I would enough. have never have watched this if I had known it wasn't a true story. Did you enjoy it up to knowing? That I really it was... liked it. So you enjoyed the show? No, I hate Dude, it. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here! I hate it. It was okay. a good watch. I hated the end. I feel like it's time I can never get back. I would have been watching something else. It's definitely time you can't get back. Yeah. I can promise you of that. Oh no! All time is time you can't get back. Yeah. Um. So in closing, you did like Queen's Gambit. Hated it. Okay. Hated it. Don't watch it. Only anybody. when you found out it wasn't a true story. I, I suddenly go, this, is this a true story? Want to look it up and saying, where's this going? And then it, the, the ending wrapped up, you know, you write a story and then you're like, start the greatest story ever, but then you just want to finish it. They all died. It woke up as a dream. Sort of fell out. Like and it just me. bugs me too that it's like, it didn't happen. You know what yeah. I mean? There was no... Um, what is that? You fiction? mentioned that. What yes, is that? Fiction? It's fiction. It's a large genre. So it's like... Uh, if there had, and I don't know this for a fact, but if there had never been a woman who free climbed Everest, 
It's like, and uh, then they made a movie about a woman who free climbed Everest. I would be like, who fucking cares about this movie? That, but that, let me ask you a question. What if, so what if a woman never free climbed Everest yeah. and they made a movie about a woman free climbing Everest and then 10 years from now, a woman free climbs Everest? Uh-huh. Okay. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's a Woodward. Because I'll just like, yeah, well, just hear me out. Cause we used to make fictional movies about men doing stuff like that, that we hadn't done all the time. And then eventually we did that stuff. Right. And it, like people enjoyed those films. I'm trying to figure out. Yes. I hear what you're saying, Matt. You are correct. I'm not. And I'm just playing I, Diablo. Avocado there has here, to I be understand. movies that are made up. I'm trying to figure out. The reason I didn't like this one is because. No, I didn't. Was she hot? Is because I thought it was real. I liked it until I found out. But see, this is the disconnect I'm having because you was did enjoy hot? it. Like, no, she was not hot at all. I thought she was this hot. is all post-show stuff anyway. They didn't touch, Tristan didn't touch on Queen's no. Gambit at all. No. Chess was going to be good. the big bad thing. That's how we got on this. Yes. I'm not saying, I'm not putting it on the same level. I get that they're different things. My point is just that there's often new things that come along and we can be alarmist about them. Now, I'm not saying that's a good or a bad thing. So alarmist is good because some things run unfucking tethered and then they become a real problem. So it's, it's better that if this thing is a problem, we reel it in fucking now because if it's going to be around forever, we got to figure it out. Yeah, it's probably too late already. We've probably... The water's boiling. The wave has crashed over the beach and then we're trying to scream from underneath the water. But, but I could argue that about a million better, other things. Better now than, than when we're fucking... You know, totally submerged. I what do you guess. think is a bigger problem? The war on drugs or social media? Or the environment. Okay, like sure. Kamar wants to throw in a, a third into the ring. Um, the like if you, if you, if I gave you a magic wand right now, this is a fictional world we're in right now, of course, yeah. if that's okay. Made I'm up. letting you know now real. so that at the end of the story, you're not I pissed. I don't get angry. Yeah. yeah. So in this fictional world, I give you a wand and I can say you can fix one world problem out of these three. Yeah. Which one is the most important to you to fix okay, right can now? Can I ask you a question? Of course. Um, Shoot. Does my, like, am, do I still have legal weed in my country? Well, yeah, you're fixing the war on drugs, so. But I still, like, it's the same way it is now. I still have legal yes. weed in Canada. Yes, you still have legal weed in Canada. Social media. Because I think that's going to get us faster than all the others will. Hmm. I think the environment is probably the most important, then followed by so drugs. Let then... me ask you a question, though. How do we all connect in a way where we could fix a problem like the war on drugs without something like social media? To go back to Kamar's that's point. It. That's it. Because this is the best way we've created of connecting everyone and connecting all our good and bad thoughts, right? You have to agree on that. So you can't look at it all as negative. It's impossible. I see the negatives. I'm not blind to it at all. But what I'm saying is, if this is the best way we have of connecting each other, then... But we're not getting rid of the internet. We're getting rid of social media, right? But again, social media, like, the internet isn't necessarily a way of connecting, like... Part and parcel. Well, like sure. Texting and FaceTime and you have Email. to know but texting, the person the you're getting yeah, in touch the, with. The problem, though, with texting, Simon, is like if I have a big, grandiose idea that I think could help the world, I can't text 10 people and then have them text it. Like, nope. that's not a... That's not a but that's whereas, how it would have to happen, I guess. It would have to become a lot more organic. Yeah, it seems stupid because then you're not getting the good ideas out as fast, but you're also not getting the bad ideas out as fast. Like, I don't know, Matt. I but don't the know problem, the but this is what I'm saying, though, is I don't think getting bad ideas out fast is the issue. You should get bad ideas out fast so that we can quash them and 
prove to people why they're bad ideas and then move on. But I guess that's a debate for another day. Mm-hmm. We all disagree or somewhat agree. Either way, I guess that was another episode. It was uh, a heavy listen. Yeah, it was a heavy week for sure. I listened to everything yesterday. It was oh, a, that's too much. It was a big day. I listened to everyone twice. And that's not too much. Um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, you can... Uh, Whoa, let's rate it. Oh, yeah, sure. I give it a five. I give it a four... Four point five. I give it a five. There we go. You guys gave two fives this week. Wow. Well, it's not my fault Joe had two fives this week. It's about fucking time. I wish every it, week had it, two fives. It may be the joke, but you can't have all fives. To, or you, you know like what I mean? Sweet and the sour, yeah, I guess. Every week can't bang them out of the park. But yeah, this was a strong week. It was, but you know, in order for me to give fives, I need it to... Like, they were good. They were great. But I want to be like... <laughs> Good, great, and fully entertained. You know? I think my problem, if I had one, well, I have a lot, but if I was going to point out one issue I have is like, this is a real doom and gloom podcast real close to an election. A week. Like, it didn't seem like there was anything to look forward to, nothing very uplifting. I don't see, I don't feel like, hey, the next year, the next two years are going to be real fuck. Like, Joe just kept saying, I don't see a way out. I well, don't see I a way out. Well, and I can't help but agree with him. Maybe it's just that he said it so much that it's in my head. So like social media, it's just fucking Let's there. Let's start with the Sabbath. Yeah, okay. That that's reasonable. That seems reasonable. Tenable. Just one day. Sundays you don't look at your phone. Don't make it Tuesday because that's when we release our podcast. So uh, see, well, everyone has a fucking interest. Well, you see what I mean, yeah. Mm. That being said, if you want to join the conversation, you can do so at reddit.com slash j r e e podcast. Uh, we have an Instagram and a Twitter. Against our better judgment, uh, they're both j r e e podcast. You can follow Kamar on Instagram and Twitter at Kamar Babar. And check out my YouTube channel too. Oh, yeah. Just find him all. He's all over there. There you go. Who knows what's on there? Part, um, of, the, part of the problem. There you go. We also have a YouTube. It's youtube.com slash J-R-E-E podcast if you want to watch the show. Um, and the Patreon, of course. Uh, the post show is only there now. So you can't find the post show anywhere else. It's only on Patreon. So uh, if you want the post show, it's patreon.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. Uh, you can join for as little as $5 a month. You also... And we have a new tradition with the Patreon. Shoot, go ahead. As we're moving the post show to the Patreon, we'll no longer better read the names at the beginning of the post show. So a new tradition, our two-year anniversary. You're going to drag this out? I know, this do is it? crazy. This is just read I was, them. I was just trying to make it interesting. Three and a half hours in, we've lost interest. Everyone's lost. Oh, yeah, nobody, I thought it was exciting. Nobody year. made it this yeah. far. It's, it's exciting news. Maybe we should do it at the beginning. You're talking to fucking. Welcome MD to Iwim Lofton. Welcome. Thank you so much. And Zach Lucas. Thank you, Zach. We much really love. appreciate much it. Much love. That being said, if you do want to stick around for the post show, like I said, patreon.com slash J R E E podcast. There's a lot of other content up there. If you want the now moon debate where Simon formally believed that we landed on the moon. Uh, you can go hear his former thoughts on that. I think that's it. That was a long one. A long one, yeah. Tell your friends. Yeah. Keep uh, it. Thanks so much for listening. Have a good week. Weekend. Two years. Two Congratulations, years. gentlemen. Keep your eyes open.